everyone, welcome to episode 60 of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Hi, my name's Ian Anderson-Gray, and in this very special edition of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast, I've got loads and loads of guests. This is part two of a special birthday or anniversary edition of this podcast to celebrate the first year of this show. So in today's episode, it is just about a three-hour podcast. So it's a long show, but I highly recommend that you listen to as much as you possibly can because there's so much value in the show. I was blown away by my guests. So just to let you know who we've got on, in the first half hour, we've got Adrian Salisbury, Adelaide Goodeve, Jenny Flintsoft, and Mark Gowarth. Then we've got Kelly Barder, Roger Edwards, Nicole Osborne, and Amy Woods. Then David Bain, Nick Lazarus, Benjamin Dell, Adam King. And then in the next half hour, Alison Tier, Colin Gray, Ken and Glenn Aspasla from Ecamm Live. And then the next one, Steve Dotto, Amanda Webb, Amanda Robinson, Gage Vandentop. And then Making Sang, Jeff C, Tim Son, and Janet Murray. Wow. What a show. It's going to be really, really good. But first, I wanted to give a big shout out to my three sponsors of this show, without whom this show wouldn't be happening. So a big thanks to Restream, Content 10X, and StreamYard. First of all, I want to talk about Restream. Definitely check out Restream at iag.me forward slash Restream. It's the complete multi-streaming suite for entrepreneurs. And I absolutely love Restream. It allows me to broadcast to a plethora of different platforms all at the same time. In fact, they support up to 30 different channels, including LinkedIn Live, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Twitch, Periscope, VK, OK, Mixer. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I could go on forever. So with Restream, if you want to use a, a third-party tool like Ecamm Live or, or OBS or something like that, you can. And what you do is you stream from that tool to Restream, and then Restream will take care of that multi-streaming for you really easily. It will broadcast to all those different destinations. But they also have a fairly new feature called Restream Studio, which is awesome. So this allows you to broadcast from your browser and bring in guests, up to 10 guests on the, on your show, which is amazing, just very easily through the browser. You can multicast all these different destinations. You can bring in the chat, all the, all the comments from all those. It's awesome. Definitely check it out. And they, as well as having the chat, you've got analytics, so you can see who's uh, how many people are watching and, and when they're watching and, and viewers and all that kind of thing. And they've also got a scheduler as well. So this allows you to broadcast pre-recorded video live. So definitely check out Restream at iag.me forward slash Restream. So I think it's time to get on with the show. This is the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray, helping entrepreneurs level up their impact, authority, and profits through the power of live video. Gain confidence in front of the camera, confidence with technology, and confidence with the content and marketing. Together, we can go live! Oh, one more thing. The audio for the first three or four minutes of this isn't great, but it gets better. I promise you. Hello, it's Ian Ansegway on the Confident Live Marketing Show. This is a special episode, the first anniversary episode, because it's been a whole year or just over a year since I launched this podcast and live video show last year. I can't believe it. It's been a whole year. So thank you so much uh, for watching live or watching the replay. We're broadcasting 
on LinkedIn Live, Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope. So let me know where you're watching. And of course, do subscribe. If, if you haven't checked out my podcast, do go to iag.me forward slash podcast and you can find out all about it. You can see the, the, uh, the recent and the previous episodes as well. And I also want to know if you're watching the replay, let, let us know just by putting hashtag replay in the comments. And I'd also love to know where in the world you are watching from. So I know we've got people all around the world uh, as guests on the show. So if you're watching live or watching the replay, let me know. This show, as always, is sponsored by my good friends at Restream, Content 10X, and StreamYard. And I really, really thank you guys for the support you have given me over the last year. Without you guys, I wouldn't have carried on. <laughs> Has to be said. Uh, you've really supported me, and I really thank you for that. So um, there we go. But we've got some amazing guests uh, in this half hour. We've got Adrian Salisbury, who, uh, um, Adelaide Goodeve, Jenny Flintoff, and Mark Gareth, who have been waiting very, very patiently in the, in the, uh, in the studio back there. And I'm going to bring them in in just a minute. But every half hour, I'm going to be playing the theme songs from every single episode. Uh, now, this is either a really good thing or a really bad thing. I don't know. So I want you to vote for what you think is the best or possibly the worst theme song. Now, it has to be said right at the start, I didn't always, uh, the theme songs probably kicked in about episode 15. So I think Adelaide, unfortunately, I don't have one for you, but I'm going to play a little bit anyway. So anyway, here we go. Uh, just put in the number of the episode, the theme music that you like for this. I want to make my love in on the show. Oh, yeah. Desi, why are you doing all that exercise? Because today I've got Adelaide Goodeve as today's special guest on the podcast. And she's an endurance athlete coach. I need to get fit. But she's all about exercising your brain, not your body. So you're telling me I don't need to be doing any of this exercise? No, you don't need to do all that exercising. I think you should go on with the podcast. I want to be uniquely me on love video. I want to be uniquely me on my love video show. Got Jenny Flintoff on the show And she's gonna show me how to be uniquely me Richard Studio, Richard Studio, Richard Studio, Richard Studio Helps you survive, Facebook Live Richard Studio Well, there we go. Enough of that. I think it's time to bring the wonderful guys in. Hi, Adrian. Hi, Mark. Hi, hi Adelaide. And hi. Hi, hi Jenny. <laughs> Great to see you guys. How are you all doing? Great. Amazing. Amazing. I think you just lost <laughs> half your viewers playing those, though. <laughs> I think so. I think so. It, it may not be a good idea. But anyway, there we go. It's my, my, my personality shining through. 
Um, so, yeah, well, thank you so much. So it's great to have you on. And we've got, I think, so Adrian, you were, you were uh, on episode 39. You were talking about how to make your live videos look professional. Adelaide, right. you were on episode 14, how to overcome the fear of live video. Jenny, you were on episode 37, being uniquely you on live video. And then Mark, you were on episode 28, uh, talking about Twitcher Studio. And I apologize for that dreadful song, Mark. You've probably been wanting that never to be played again. But what can I say? You know, it was actually, uh, I feel like it matches your hair right now, Ian. <laughs> yeah, L less less said about my hair, the better. Uh, oh no! <laughs> it is uh, it's, uh, it's 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 COVID nineteen hair. That's all I can say. Lockdown hair. <laughs> so um, so anyway, it's great great to have you guys on on the show. Um, I'm going to be asking you what your your live video tips are, and also just to maybe re re reminisce on what you talked about on the show. Um, so I don't know whether you or you guys know each other, um, but um, let's start with you, Adrian. How um, how are things going with you, and uh, what what have you been up to recently in the world of live video? Yeah, um, I feel bad to say it, but we've actually had the best season we've ever had in our business. <laughs> I think we've. Um, I realise everybody else is stuck at home, uh, <laughs> lockdown. It's it's a, a nightmare really for a lot of people. But because we're helping people to live stream, helping people to show up good on video, uh, it's actually we've never been busier, and it's been fantastic. So um, yeah, we've had a great season. Well, that's great. <laughs> I mean, that that's good. I mean, you know, I, I know what you mean. It kind of you kind of feel a little bit uh, cautious in saying you that because guilty. Yeah, you feel yeah. good because some I know obviously some people are, are struggling at the moment. In fact, many people are struggling. So, but yeah. I mean, I think it's it's people like you who are helping businesses out there to to go live. Yeah, and so. You shouldn't yeah. feel too guilty, I don't think. <laughs> no, I know. And, um, <laughs> I just kind of feel bad. I know there are so many people at the minute uh, yeah, yeah, in yeah. a real mess. Um, actually, you kind of feel a bit bad to go, yeah, we're having a great time. <laughs> um, There's you know, been some real highlights. And actually, a lot of churches, a lot of businesses who have been forced yeah. to look at online, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to work with them and open their eyes, really, to what, mm. what can be done. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's been great. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, I think, yeah. So if you're, if you're watching live or watching the replay, let, let us know in the comments, you know, how things have been going for you because on this, on this show, I want to support you guys. And if there's anything that we can do, uh, whether it's myself mm -hmm. or my guests, we're here for you guys. So, uh, Jenny, yeah. how things been going for you? Yeah, good. I've got a, a bit of a mix in terms of my corporate stuff that I do and then my own uh, business stuff with sort of personal clients. The corporate stuff has been quite good simply because everybody shifted online. So the, everybody's having more Zoom calls. Everybody's trying to, to sort of manage their um, their jobs from home whilst juggling kids and caring responsibilities and all of that sort of stuff so i've been doing quite a lot corporately for people on on sort of helping them with that mindset shift of working from home and then what i've been finding is i've been doing lots more little videos for my online uh, tribe um and i'm going to look at them from the sort of the start of lockdown to the end and just look at you know the gray really the gray i'm going to look at how it's progressively got gray over three months <laughs> yeah. Well, I've always got grey hair. Um, being in, in Instagram, but there we go. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's well, it's it's um, there's a lot of change, and I think you used the word mindset, Jenny, uh, and that's it's something that we've been talking about a lot on the show. It's one of the three main themes that I have on the show. It's one of them is 
the confidence and the mindset. The next is the tech and the gear. And the third one's the content and the marketing. And without the mindset, we, we just wouldn't be doing what we'd be doing. We'd be a quivering wreck in the corner. And so that brings me on to Adelaide, um, because this is a lot of what you do. I mean, you know, this is one of the things I said in the intro with my son. <laughs> he said to me, why do I sound so babyish, daddy? You know, and I said, well, it was about seven or eight months ago. So yeah, Adelaide, what have you, what have you been up to? And because uh, um, I know you, you've, you, you work with endurance athletes. And so um, how's that been going at the moment, obviously, in, in the midst of this lockdown? Yeah, I actually loved your intro. That was so hilarious. Um, I forgot what it was like. It was brilliant. Um, yeah, actually, I've been really lucky as well, especially as recently I trained in neuro performance tech. So I use an app to train my athletes to train their brains to withstand greater fatigue because fatigue is the number one thing that stops performance. So I've been super lucky because the app they can do from anywhere in the world and it's from their homes. You just need an internet connection. So I've been really lucky in that respect and the athletes have needed that to take their performance to the next level and add in another stimuli to their training, especially when they couldn't swim or maybe they couldn't run as well, depending where they were in the world. Mm. Yeah. And and so, so is that, I mean, how is, so you're, you're able to help people remotely. I mean, and, and your, your clients, are they, are they still, I mean, obviously that I assume they're struggling to, compete and being in competitions and stuff but they're keeping keeping going um even though they're potentially isolated yeah so some of them had it worse than others so those in norway have it much easier life is almost back to normal there yeah and um, whereas in spain it was much more difficult because actually you can yeah. even cycle outside yeah. so all of a sudden if you're doing triathlon you had to have either a trainer inside for running and cycling otherwise you couldn't train so those athletes found it much more difficult and in the uk also we were faced with those kind of challenges and all the major races have been put off until next year, including the Olympics, which is a big thing for athletes. But it's just reframing it and suddenly thinking like, actually, you almost have another year of training to become even faster and even stronger, which is really amazing. And to pick up any other tips and tricks that we might find throughout the year, whether it's the brain training or something else. And it's just being with the amateur athletes, getting them to stay motivated, disciplined, and also just being patient with ourselves because it's been a big change and everyone's kind of in the storm but in a different boat and it's just realizing that just be patient with your body find the things that you enjoy and getting people to kind of reconnect with actually why they're training in the first place mm. uh, and i think there's so many business things that we can get from that you might not be an endurance athlete i mean uh, i certainly wouldn't class myself <laughs> as an endurance athlete but um i think you know certainly the the mindset and that that patience and being kind to yourself is so so important so yeah definitely check out adelaide's episode that's episode 14 and jenny's episode episode 37 was all about being uniquely you which we're going to come back to i'm going to ask you a few more questions about that jenny um and Adrian was was talking a, a little bit more about the tech, but a few other things about how to look professional. So that brings me on to Mark. You've been wa- waiting patiently there. Um, and we had to, had you on to talk about uh, Switcher Studio. I mean, how are things are going for you and, and uh, you, f- for you personally and business-wise, but also for Switcher Studio, which is a live video solution? Yeah, actually, it's uh, kind of to echo what Adrian said, it has been uh, one of our... Uh, busiest times, um, you know, with everything that's happened recently with COVID and uh, shelter in place, uh, just the people needing to go online and be able to connect with their audience and their consumers. 
so we've been very, very busy here at Switcher, um, you know, continuing to improve the product and the technology, making it easier to use for people. Um, and uh, as I've told all of my clients and customers, we've been drinking from a fire hose lately. So it's been very, very busy and uh, um, it's been uh, all hands on deck. So uh, exciting times for us uh, as of recent. Yeah, exciting times, but you kind of like think, when, when am I actually going to have some rest as well? I've been thinking like that. It's been very busy for me. And then, but then, then I don't know about you, whether any of you feel like this. It's a, I, I feel there's been a lot of opportunities that have come my way in the, in, the, in the world of live video. I really want to help as many people as possible. But then I felt slightly mm -hmm. guilty because there's only so much time that I, can, that I have in order to, to do all that. So I've been thinking, I need to create all these courses. I need to do all this. I need, you know, and there's only so much you can do. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, that's, I mean, do you want to just, Mark, just briefly, uh, just tell us, for those who haven't come across Switch Studio, do you want to just give us a quick, um, I was going to say a sales pitch, but maybe not too salesy, but you know what I mean? Uh, sure. what, <laughs> what is uh, Switch Studio for those who haven't heard of Switch Studio? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Switcher essentially is a video production studio in your pocket. Uh, we've created an application that runs on iOS devices that gives you the ability to create and produce a uh, professional looking uh, multi-input, uh, multi-asset uh, live stream or recording using nothing but your cell phone. Um, so really trying to uh, take video production mobile uh, and allow people to you know, continue to create great content and professional looking content wherever they're at. Uh, so regardless of location uh, is sort of uh, what we're all about. That sounds great. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, I've definitely, I've, I've played around with the tool. I've used it and it's a great tool. And we're, we're going to be having actually, we've got uh, people from a lot of the live video platforms. We've got um, StreamYard later, we've got Ecamm. And, and so we talk about a lot of the different tools and, and really it's finding the best solution, best tool for, for your situation. Um, and so I've written a lot about that on my blog. If you just go to iag.me, there's a, a big comparison uh, of all the different live video solutions out there. And it's really a case of finding out the best one for you. Um, so, uh, yeah, back to, so, to Jenny. Um, wanted to, well, actually, before I go to you, Jenny, just if, you, if you've just stumbled across this live show, just, the, just to let you know what we're doing. This is a three-hour broadcast uh, in uh, just in celebration of the first year of my Confident Live Marketing show, which is very exciting. So I've got as many of the guests that I've had on the show mm -hmm on this show today. And so there's going to be hopefully about four every half hour. So anyway, back to you, Jenny. We, we talked about being uniquely you on live video. And the word that I know gets bounded around a lot is the word authenticity. It's a very um, serious word, isn't it? Authentic. You've got to be authentic. Okay, <laughs> be authentic. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, what's your view on that word? But also, you know, how, what, what's the importance of being uniquely yourself? You know, because I think a lot of us want to hide ourselves or put this facade on, but that's not a good idea, is it? It isn't. And, you know, I can remember going back, flipping out about eight years ago now, when my, my daughter's nearly 15, when she's probably eight, nine, and something had gone on at, at school. And I said, you know, you just, you've got to be the best version of you, Ruby, the best you. And she said, well, what does that mean? And I can remember thinking, what does that mean? We banned this stuff around. And now even as a mum, I'm saying this to my own daughter. She's like, what are you talking about? And actually, since then, the, the, um, when we think about being our best selves and being authentic and all of that stuff, 
Um, I genuinely think it's really important that we look at people like you, Ian, and all the other guests and we learn and we take snippets. And that's important that we learn and sort of put that into our armory. But ultimately, we are very privileged to be us. You know, there is only one of us. We are completely unique. And just a little bit earlier on today, I was talking to somebody who was saying, gosh, the market's just so crowded now because everybody's trying to get online. Everybody's trying to shout and, and, and be heard. And I said, exactly. So the more that you are like somebody else, the more likely you're going to get lost in the crowd. So actually, what does make you you? You know, in terms of even whether it's your accent, your energy, what uh, uh, a specific focus that you might bring to something. So, you know, we've talked about mindset. You might say, Say, you know what, I'm going to start looking at books and just share um, a 30 second or one minute video every couple of days on, you know, a section in a book, which I think has been fantastic for a mindset. That's being you. That's being you finding your own little section within that mindset. But you're being uniquely you and you're being authentic. And I think that's important. Yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, there will be some people that see the real you. If you're being uniquely you, you're being authentic on live video in particular, because I think that's a great platform to, to show yourself flaws and oil all because you're going to make mistakes at the end of the day. You might have COVID-19 hairstyle like me or, or play with very, very cheesy theme songs at the beginning of your episodes. But, you know, um, if people don't like you, that's and, th and this took me a while to to kind of be OK with. But if they don't like you, that's that's actually a good thing in a sense, because if you they're not going to be a good fit for you as a client or a customer. So in a way, you're kind of, you're, if you're, I can't remember who said this, but, you know, it's a big case of repelling the people that aren't a good fit and attracting the people that are a good fit. Would you say, Jenny? Yeah, yeah I would. And the way I've described mm. it is, you know, if you had to choose five people in your village, in your town, in your church, in your community, that ideally, if you didn't have to work with them, you wouldn't. You wouldn't choose to. <laughs> Would you be able to work with five people? And of course, people say, yeah. <laughs> and, and so that's, what, you know, and I have to say, yeah, and that you might be in somebody else's choice like that. And, you know, we, we can be a little bit offended and a little bit fragile, but ultimately, we don't want people who are sort of hanging around us but thinking that we're a bit there. We want great people who think we're great and can learn something from us. So the sooner we can get over that, I would say the better. And just, just think about the people in your community and around you. You don't like everybody or have a real strong connection. So it's exactly the same as it is there as it is sort of online. Yeah, totally agree. By the way, if you're watching live and you've got any questions for these guys, just pop it in the comments and I'll 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 try and ask. Um so that's that's great. Any any thoughts from the rest of you are on that whole idea of being authentic and being uniquely you? Adrian, you look like you're you're kind of thinking and about to, ready to go there. <laughs> yeah, I've um I mean one of the the second thing I was going to say, I don't think we're going to get onto that, but I was going to say about the whole camera thing and that. And I found a lot of people actually have customers of mine, guys that I've interacted with that all of a sudden have gone from, they've gone, I just don't like doing video or I don't like getting on live. Um, we've actually upgraded their equipment, their, their camera to be looking like this. And I've had so many of them come back and go in, actually, I really enjoy going live now. And it's, it's, uh, and I think you're saying about kind of, you know, seeing yourself and being out there. Um, and it isn't like we're putting on anything fake, but actually we're just getting the best version of us out there, really. Um, and I'm giving, uh, I'm giving myself the best chance to be uh, seen and heard 
And, and I just think we found, yeah, time and again, I've got customers that come back and they're saying to me, um, I absolutely love it. And every time I go live, I get feedback of people saying, wow, you look great. You know, it's amazing. And, uh, and it just boosts their confidence, something crazy. Uh, so, yeah, th- there's a big thing in that, I think, with the tech. Yeah. Uh, you know, getting good. It is worth an investment. Are you sure it's not down to your just your charming good looks, Adrian? Uh, you know, so. Well, obviously that as well. But. <laughs> well, that's interesting. It's interesting what you say, because I think sometimes the tech can get in the way of people going live. But I think you're yeah. also right. I think, I think actually, you've, if once you get the tech and, and if you work with somebody like Adrian, who can make the tech really, really easy for you, you set it all up. And then that gives you the confidence to go it and to, to go live, and then you can look at yourself and be okay with that, um, which is great. Yeah, yeah. I, I just hear uh, certainly more from a maybe more from a YouTube video uh, take rather than doing lives. I think lives yeah. there is more of a it's more okay, it's more acceptable if you like not to be as as sharp and professional on a on a live. But certainly from the YouTube front, typically people are saying, you know, just get going with what you've got. Don't worry about it. But I'm I'm hearing the customers that are going, yeah, I'm just going to go back to slideshows because I don't like how I look and I don't like mm-hmm. how I sound. And, and actually, it's like just liberating people and saying, look how good you can be. Um, and it isn't about anything fake. It's really just getting our best self out there. Yeah, I totally agree. And I actually think going live before you do pre-recorded video, I actually think once you, you, you get that confidence to press that go live button, it's actually... I think it gives you that confidence to, with video because you, you, there's nothing you can do about it. Once you press that go live button, you're live and you'll make mistakes yeah. and you end up being okay with it. And then I, I've actually found all the stuff that I've worked that I've done with live, it makes doing pre-recorded video a little easier. Um, so oh, I've yeah. pre-recorded any day of the week over live, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Well, I've just looked at the time and I think it's time uh, for you guys to... to to share some of your live video tips. So this could be to do with confidence and mindset. Uh, it uh, could be to do with the tech and the gear, or it could do, do with content and the marketing, or just something a little bit broader. So um, I'm going to go start with you, Adelaide, if that's okay. Um, what's, uh, what would you like to share? Yes, yeah, so I was thinking about this, and I thought I'd just give a version, a very short version of a technique I have called pause and perform. Because like you're saying, when you're your best self and you want to do live videos sometimes you can be a bit scared and maybe you're imagining your reality to be not as great as you want it to be and if you just say stop it sounds very simple but if you say stop it's going to stop that thought in its track that unhelpful thought which is stopping you from going live or stopping you from being your best self and then to visualize your video going really well and connecting that with really positive language so instead of thinking i don't i um I don't want to feel scared about doing live video. When we say scared, even with the not, our brain still triggers the feelings associated with that. So I'll say that I'm feeling really confident for live video and visualize yourself looking, feeling and being confident on that live, having said the stop, and it's going to strengthen the brain pathways associated with that. So that was my quick win, if you like. Mm, Love that. So I think that's something that you can incorporate into your checklist. You can have like a, a, a tech checklist, all the things that you need to remember to do before you go live. I talk about having a, a warm up, vocal warm up, and a physical warm up, but there's also mm-hmm. that mindset warm up. So incorporating that. Love that. Thank you, Adelaide. Uh, Jenny, it's over to you. 
Yeah, what I would say is for those people who, who get a bit nervous about thinking of people out there, right from the get-go, when, whenever I've, I, I've been doing videos, whether it's like this, even just on my phone, I've when I'm speaking into the phone or into the video, I imagine that I, I visualise one person in front of me and I and I visualise looking into their face as if I'm just at a meeting and I'm talking to them and I'm sharing uh, my proposition, I'm sharing these thoughts with them. That, for me, has really closed down the noise, the chatter, and has allowed me to be, that word again, authentic, really me. And it's got to the point now where I can completely visualise a person in front of me as if I'm at a one-to-one meeting, and it really, really helps. Yeah, I really love that idea. And actually, in in terms of just from a tech point of view, actually looking through the camera, I actually found that printing out a picture of a person behind my camera or behind my phone really helped with that, looking looking through that. Um, But yeah, it makes, makes it easier to be authentic. Thank you. Thank you, Jenny. So, Mark, over to you for your tip. Yeah, I think my tip, you know, uh, is obviously going to come a lot from the tech side of things. Um, you know, we're all walking around with 4K cameras in our pockets. We don't have an excuse not to to create video and create content. Um, you know, so my, you know, you hear a lot of people say this, uh, but it, you know, it, it's it's like the Nike slogan: just do it, just go live, try it out, get your feet wet. Um, you know, for me, when I first did it, it was very, you know, intoxicating. It was something that I absolutely loved and enjoyed. Uh, I was absolutely scared of it the very first time that I did it, which I was surprised that I, I was because I'm not scared of anything. Um, but, uh, I, I would definitely say, you know, try it. There are uh, a lot of, a lot of outlets, a lot of ways that you can do it, uh, going live, recording yourself, uh, et cetera. But, uh, give it a try. And it sounds like there's uh, lots of other people, uh, the amazing people here on this, uh, on this panel as well, that uh, can help you perfect your craft, uh, you know, as, as you continue to go. Love that. Really, really good. And do you remember your first live show your, when you went live the first time? Was it, well, did it go really, really well or not so well? Yeah, it was actually on Periscope. Oh, right, yeah. Um, and and it, it was at uh, Periscope Summit. Uh, it was probably like four years ago uh, with my uh, good friend Ryan Bell. Uh, put that one on, and uh, I literally downloaded it and then immediately went live uh, within like five seconds of downloading, uh, you know, the the app. So I, I remember it like it was yesterday. Exactly, kind of everything that was going on and. Uh, just kind of uh, cool to look back on that and see the progression, you know, see all the things that I've learned, uh, you know, as a result of being, you know, in this space and, uh, you know, now working uh, with and for Switcher. Uh, so um, it, it's been exciting. That is cool. So, yeah, just just do it. The first few videos, live videos that you do might not go that well, but you're, it's, it's, it's that improvement over time and keep, keep a diary of your progression. So, Adrian. Over to you. Engage with your audience. I I run the Ecamm Live Academy. I have so many people come through that that, you know, uh, they're there in this safe group going, oh, I'm just scared. You know, I don't like this. And you can just see them kind of getting through. I've got to do a live and I can't wait to get to the end and press end. And I'm just saying, just stop and breathe. You've got people that have come on that have gone, hey, great to be here. And I'm just saying, just interact. It's a wonderful thing. And if you've 
you know, when you call, I know Ian, you're doing it. Uh, it's, it's different in this scenario because you've got guests on and they're speaking, and you can't. You're not always the one on the mic in this scenario, but you're doing it by bringing on those comments. And for the likes of Shelley, that's just put hi everyone, bit late. You know, to just call her out and go, hey Shelley, great, you you know took the time to come on here. Don't worry about being late. You haven't missed anything, and you know. It actually really lifts people. And in my experience, and having been the other side of it, when you've commented on someone's live and you've thought, oh, glad I caught this. Hey, great to be here. When they call you out and they say, oh, it's Adrian. Oh, great. So glad you made it. It makes you feel great. And at the same time, if you ask a big question on a live and then it gets totally ignored, you just go, oh, there's no point in that. And it could just have a massive make or break to the connection that you have with your audience and i think it's it's really overlooked it's people are scared to you know pause maybe they're kind of in the flow and they've got to get through their notes they've got in front of them but just to really connect with your audience and uh make them feel special and uh it, it, it yeah great way to build no like and trust no thank you that is such an important point and well i, I totally agree and it's, it's it is difficult to to try and and to bring those comments in, but it's something that you need to try. And, and what, I, what I recommend is actually in, in your plan, in your structure, make sure that you've got points where you can bring in your comments because there's nothing worse. Yeah. I've been there and I've commented and the person is just ignoring me and it feels like I, I, yeah. I don't care. Um, and thank you for the people who are commenting. I, ha I have been putting it on the screen and I will get back to you just after this. So I am not ignoring you, but uh, well, thank you guys. <laughs> it's been great to, great to have you on. So how, how can people find out more about you, I start with you, Adrian. Where's where's the best place for people to see you? Adrian, AdrianSalisbury.com has got my academies and all my social links over there. That's great. And Mark, uh, yeah, to find out uh, more about Switcher Studio, uh, SwitcherStudio.com, uh, or you can find us on all the major social platforms at Switcher Studio. Um, and odds are, I'll probably be one of the people answering the question. So. <laughs> that's cool and Adelaide how can people find about uh, more about you adelaidegoody.com and all my social links the blog all the mindset stuff is on there awesome and Jenny last, not, but, last but not least jennyflintoft.com that's got all my links to all my various social media sites so come on hit me up let me know where you came from it'd be great to, to connect with people that'll be awesome and uh, I just noticed Adrian's put his link in the comments. So maybe if, if you can put your links in the comments so that people can easily click um, over, that would be awesome. Well, thank you so much, guys. It's the end of the half hour. I've got some lovely people I can see waiting in the, the wings for the next bit. Yeah. But um, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so much. And I'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> You're listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Well, I hope you're enjoying the show. It's time for my next sponsor, which is Content 10X. I'm excited that Amy Woods is actually coming on the show very shortly, but it's time just to talk a little bit about Content 10X. And Content 10X is all about content repurposing. I think we all know that content creation is hard work. It's totally worth it. 100%, but it's not easy. And, you know, I'm definitely want to know about this. You know, I take a lot of time and effort in my blog creation, but it takes me literally weeks to put my blogs together because they're so much in depth. So this is one of the things I love about live video 
is that it's a great way to repurpose your content into lots of different content. And this is what Content 10X help with. There's always more that you could be doing, but of course there's only so much time in one day. So take out some of that frustration of creation with Content 10X. They are the content repurposing specialists. They will take your original content and turn it into lots and lots and lots of new content, whether that's for YouTube, your website, social media, for your podcast and all your social media accounts and so much more. So you don't need to spend those late nights trying to create more content. All you need to do is get in touch with Content NX and they can handle all of that repurposing for you with their team of expert editors and creators. So all you need to do is visit content10x.com to find out more. Right, let's get on with the show. Awesome. Well, that's very exciting. So, yes, we've got... So, the next... Um, how, what have, who have we got next? So, we've got Kelly Bardo on, Roger Edwards, and Amy Woods. And I can see in the wings, we've got Nicole Osborne, who has decided to come in, uh, which is great, because I know, I know she, wasn't, uh, she wasn't able to, and then now she can. So, that is awesome. So, um, just to, to say what, what's happening, if you just joined us, this is a special three-hour edition of my show and podcast. We're celebrating the first year anniversary of my show. Can't believe it's been a whole year. And I've been so, so honored to have so many amazing guests on the show. So if you've just joined us and you're watching the replay, just put hashtag replay in the comments. Or if you're watching live, just let, let me know where in the world you're watching from because um, it's, it's just great to know. And I can see some lovely comments here. So let's just bring some in. I can see Jeff C commented a little bit earlier saying, uh, so Jeff is actually going to be on the show later. So so excited for you today, Ian. Congrats on one year of the show. Steve Folland is watching on LinkedIn. Nice to stumble on this live. Congrats, Ian. Enjoyed your What I Learned podcast last week. So that was my my last show. Uh, Shelley uh, Ruslund is, says, hello, everyone. A bit late. Doesn't matter. You're here. It's great to see you. Um, definitely does. Two-way dialogues on lives is so important. Uh, and uh, Royson Bennett says, great advice, guys. Thank you so much. So, uh, it's time to, to talk about, um, to, to bring my next guests in. But before I do that, like I, like I did half an hour ago, I'm going to play the theme songs from the episodes that my next guests were on. I don't have one for Nicole because I, um, uh, well, because I didn't know she was going to be coming on until relatively recently. But here we go. So what you need to do, you need to vote for your favorite one or your worst one. Oh, and by the way, Kelly, um, we didn't have one for Kelly because she was actually my second guest. So we didn't actually have a theme song for you, Kelly. Sorry about that. But here we go. got this amazing idea to promote my podcast. I thought I'd send a free chocolate bar to everyone, all my listeners who listen to this podcast. What do you think about that? Well, Ian, I'm still think I'm still your business advisor in some uh, capacity. I mean, how much budget you have when we talk about that? Yeah, you know, you've, you've got quite a good point there. Uh, so maybe we can just treat this podcast episode as a kind of virtual chocolate bar. Uh, okay. 
are, are you compare with me with the dark chocolate now or it's a berries one? I mean, which one is it? Well, I was kind of thinking it's full of flavor and richness. Actually, do you know what? Let's just get on with recording this podcast episode. Yeah, it's about time. Emmy Woods here. Emmy Woods here. Don't be crazy content for content's sake. To make repurposing easier. Repurposing. Re, 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 Emmy Woods here. Easier. Emmy Woods Oh dear. There we go. Well, it's uh, just before I bring in my guest, I forgot to mention that, of course, uh, this show is sponsored by my good friends at Restream, Content 10X, and StreamYard. And I really appreciate you guys for sponsoring the show. But it is time to bring in Kelly Barda, Emmy Woods, Nicole Osborne, and Roger Edwards. <laughs> hey, it's great to have you on. How are you all doing? Fantastic. Great. Thanks for inviting us, Ian. Oh, it's great to have you Thank on. You, Ian. And thank you, Nicole, for, for entering. I didn't know you were going to pop in, but it's lovely to see you. Sweet uh, surprise. <laughs> well, that's great. Well, thank you so much. So it's um, just a bit of a recap. I, um, so, Kelly, you were on episode 10. You were actually my, my second guest, and we were talking about your power of one framework, which would be great to, to have a recap on talk about. Uh, and then, Roger Edwards, you were on episode 29. We were talking about how to communicate your message with simplicity. Uh, hence the title yep. of the song, and uh, that—that's uh, I mean, I, 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 something that we we need a lot more of these days. Simplicity, I think. Uh, Amy, you were talking about how to repurpose your live videos to explode your business, and of course, uh, Amy is the uh, the founder of Content X, which sponsors this podcast. And repurposing is is all what you do. And uh, and then Nicole, sorry we didn't have your little bit at the beginning, but you were talking about it was basically your live video journey. And that was one of the earlier podcasts. So if you go to iag.me forward slash podcast, you can go back and, and see Nicole's um, or listen to Nicole's episode. So there we go. So yeah, Ke um, Kelly, how are things been with you? We've not spoken for a, a while. Things have been a bit mad in the world, haven't they? So how are things going with you? And what have you been working on recently? Well, I did get my hair cut. I, yes, it's looking good. Unlike mine. Unlike Ian. Yes, can you see? <laughs> I was just laughing because my... Can you see my my little mic flag? It's it's wrong now. I'm gonna to have to change that because it's the wrong haircut. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's doing really well. Uh, the recently it's really easy uh, to kind of set up the ready for the uh, puppy launch for the Power One framework. At the moment, we have some great uh, beta testers, and um, so um, yeah, it's really busy about this. And uh, also. Have you noticed today I'm new using a new camera? Uh, so we have a blur background now and uh, oh. you know my teacher Adrian. So uh, I'm so proud that I get a word today <laughs> just for you, Ian, just for you. Oh, I'm so, I'm so proud of you. It's looking great. And it's not just uh, it's not just the, the blurred background. You've actually got a really nice background with the lights and the coloring and everything. So it's looking good. It's looking good. That's awesome. Thank you. So, a Amy, how, how have you been? I mean, I've seen you on, on the socials. You've been uh, uh, going up to, to uh, Amy lives just down the road from me. You've been going to Alderley Edge. And so you've, you've got me hooked on Alderley Edge, uh, which is this beautiful place uh, just down the road from, from us. And uh, so how have things been with you uh, and your business uh, at the moment? Yeah, great, thanks. And I also got my hair cut today, Kelly. <laughs> um, <laughs> on the theme of haircuts. Uh, no, great. Thanks, Ian. Yeah, still, um, you know, working hard with lots of content creators, 
repurposing content, podcasts going well. Um, we're focusing quite a lot on Instagram um, actually, and LinkedIn at the moment and trying to help people grow uh, influencer presence more on LinkedIn. So we're having lots of fun learning more about that and um, also working with quite a few live streamers as well. So, <laughs> um, so it's great to be here mm. and um, congratulations as well. I can't believe it's crazy that it's been a year. So I, know. I, I still feel like it's March because this year doesn't, I feel like the world kind of slowed in March and it's, it's <laughs> yes. the end of March. And it's, it's actually June. So yeah, congrats. I, this is really cool. I know. <laughs> well, it is. Thank you so much. And it's kind of interesting because I think every day kind of like merges into the other. And last week I forgot to take a day off. Uh, I, you know, like I, I'm having to, because I'm, I'm involved with my churches, uh, live streaming the services. Like Sundays ended up being quite a busy day. So I, I tried to take Monday off. And I forgot to take it off. So by Friday, I was exhausted. So uh, that wasn't good. Um, just a few comments just before I go on to Nicole. Uh, just a, got some lovely comments. So I, sh- I actually highlighted this. It says, happy anniversary. I have a gin for you. Well, that will be, that's very nice. I'm not sure it's going to go over the interwebs. Um, <laughs> never mind, but that's great. And um, oh, yeah, Shelley also says earlier, seriously, Ian, I'm going to come and cut your hair. What is going on with Helen? So, it, it, so yeah, my wife, Helen, she, she's actually... Um, She's 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 she actually's for some reason liking my long hair because it's not going to last for much longer I don't think and she just refuses to do it um, but uh, so I'm not going to say anymore uh, and <laughs> and Shelley also says love the the camera Kelly you look so smart and fab awesome so Nicole uh, we haven't spoken for an age as as well I mean obviously during oh, no. this this time I mean but I do see you popping up all over the place and you seem to be really visible um, and so I'd be really excited to know what has been happening with you? You know, we talked about your live video journey and how much you had progressed and what you'd learned over the, over the time, but what's been happening with you? Well, thank you so much for having me tonight and congratulations for a year of your amazing podcast. So right now, living in the UK, I've been pretty busy with homeschooling and it's not going well. <laughs> I've got a six-year-old yeah. boy and problematic. I, 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 <laughs> so I, I, I empathize. I empathize. Yeah, you know, were you, were you like some people where the first few weeks was sponsored by uh, Disney Plus and Netflix? I mean, that's how it felt like in our household. You know, yes, yes. My, my hubby, he's a key worker. So it's pretty much been me doing all the childcare. And yeah, we have gotten into ribbon, but it's been a real jackal with uh, working and, um, you know, keeping up with presence on social and, and looking after the little one. But it's it's getting a bit better. We're all getting used to it. There's a lot of Disney Plus in our household. Uh, work-wise, I've been really um, busy lately because I've just launched a group program of my Wunderstars personal branding and social media coaching. And just a week ago, we cohort went live in May. We had our first evening session, which obviously I called the Wunderbar. <laughs> it's been really, really good fun. I'm now um, starting to recruit for the next cohort. So, yes, it's been busy, you know, watching programs, homeschooling, being active on social. And, you know, I have been doing more live streaming and I had really lots of problems with my internet connection. I'm sure that's the same across the world where everyone is just on the internet all the time. So I'm constantly sitting there, I hope everything works. But, you know, we get used to it, right? And with life, anything can happen and we've we just got to deal with it. Exactly. And at the moment, you know, be, be, you, you say uh, everyone's on the internet and I think everyone understands the problems of the internet. And it happens to all of us. You know, I had two shows in a row where the first time I had a power cut and then the next time the internet went down across the whole of the UK uh, for, for my ISP anyway. So 
think people understand that. But uh, no, it's great that you're. It's, it's great to hear that you're doing really well, and that uh, despite the the woes of homeschooling, and I, I'm with you on oh, that yes. one. But uh, <laughs> let's. Yeah, and Adrian says actually, he says yeah, internet's been a nightmare. Um, yeah, it has been a bit of a bit of a problem. Uh, oh, Ke- Kelly's Kelly's talking in the back as well. Adrian, you should be proud of me. I got the cam link working, so this is awesome. We can maybe talk about your your tech in a, in a little bit, Kelly. So over to to Roger, Roger Edwards. How have things been going with you? Hi, Ian. Thanks for inviting me on your show, and congratulations on a whole year of podcasts. Thank you. I didn't want to, I didn't want to be left out. So just like. Kelly and Amy, I've also had a haircut today, but with me, it's clippers number two, and it takes about 15 seconds. So uh, I, I don't have to worry about when the hairdressers are all opening up again. Right at, right at the start of the year, I had a full, almost like six months of, of conference speeches and workshops booked, but of course, all of them were in live events in different cities or in different companies around the UK. And, and so pretty much everything disappeared uh, as we headed into uh, into February. So I've spent quite a lot of time, as you would expect, over the last few months trying to convince people to pivot some of those workshops into an online environment. Uh, and obviously some of the conferences have been cancelled or, re- or, or rebooked for probably next year to 2021. So it's been a really weird, a really weird six months. And, and of course, I'm all, I also teach um, yoga and fitness in my spare time. So I've, I've had to start doing those online as well. And I tell you what, the hardest piece of tech that I've had to try and get right is to play music over Zoom while teaching people all over all over Edinburgh. You wouldn't believe how hard it is to get the music right. Yeah. It's so so what was your tip in the end for for, for playing music over Zoom? What have you learned? Oh, I haven't I haven't got time to tell you. you <laughs> you've got, I, I, I have to have a Bluetooth speaker. I have to share oh my the goodness. screen. I have to make sure the audio goes in. The, and then I've yeah. got to play it through iTunes. It's it's uh, it's interesting. Yes, it's, it's, I think we. I think a lot of us have been down those that the route of you know a lot of people who've who've actually not been embracing live video. They've been putting it off. Have suddenly had to, and they've had to learn all of this tech really really quickly. So yeah, I, I mean, it's it's been a it's it's been a real challenge for people who have been doing a lot of speaking. And and I, have you found that the take up of of moving um, like from a physical environment to an to a virtual environment has that been good? Are, pe- are people moving over to that at the moment? I think I think they are, Ian. But mm. uh, as you know, quite a lot of the companies that I work with are in financial services, yeah, yeah. And, and 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 the financial services industry tends to lag quite a long yeah, way yeah. behind other industries. So there was one was one conference which I was meant to speak at in person, and the, and they turned it into a into a webinar. And of course, I I turned up thinking, well, it'll be like Zoom, and I'll be able to be on video and I'll be able to share the slides and flip between my face and and flip between the slides and all of that sort of thing. And when I actually turned up on the day, it was a good old fashioned slides only webinar. <laughs> so, so they couldn't see my face, which isn't a, necessarily a bad thing, but they, <laughs> the, all they could see is the slides and hear my voice. And I'm just thinking, oh, this is this is so prehistoric. And, and people are going to be, you know, they're not going to listen to me for half an hour. And then afterwards, the feedback was great. And I'm, it just reminded me, I know that all of us here and all of the people who are on your podcast, we're used to broadcasting in high definition. We're used to being on video and we're used to mixing images and slides and everything. But for a lot of people, you know, a good old fashioned webinar 
with, an, with, you know, with, with good content is fine. So uh, it, it was a salutary reminder, I think, that, you know, always remember that not everybody is, um, needs to have that yeah. well high-tech stuff. And you can still create really good content even using the most primitive of devices. Yeah, totally agree. And the, we, we talked about this you know, in the last session, which is sometimes the tech can get in the way of you actually just getting on with the, 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 the content and actually producing it. And it doesn't have to, sometimes in our heads, we, 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 we want to make it so professional that we, ever, we never end up doing it. And so we, we don't want that. So back to probably that, uh, the, that word simplicity, I think. So, um, let's, so I want to go to, to Kelly. Um, so when, we, when you came on the show, this is a long time ago, this is episode 10. So um, this, this was really exciting. You were my second guest and we talked about your power of one framework. So for people who haven't heard of that, um, can you just give us a, give us a, just a walkthrough of what the power of one framework is and, and how that can help us in our businesses and our personal life and, and also focusing on live video too. I think when you come to the marketing and uh, most of us, we cannot help a lot of times we feel overwhelmed and we're also easy to put ourselves in comparison game with others, right? And so the Power One framework is actually um, a little bit like, it's a funny, it's a kind of fun story is because I had honor to present at the Upreneur Summit in uh, 2018, November. And before that, when uh, Chris, Chris Docker, uh, told, uh, asked me to do this and I was asking him that what, what do you want me to share about? And he said, simple, just share one idea which were for work for you and work well for your clients for last, you know, over a decade. And I thought, well, that cannot be too hard, you know, just one idea. And as you know, that in the following six weeks, I couldn't sleep well because we are not sure of ideas, right? But I was stuck at which idea should I share? And uh, one day came to me that, you know, uh, what I was thinking, what was that one, always that one thing I did to help my clients to, uh, go to the next level, regardless that, you know, which stage they are, until they hit that point. Otherwise, they cannot break through. And that was the big aha moment. And the aha moment is no matter that uh, where you are, let's say you just got to start out or you want to scale from six figure to seven figure or beyond, you know, you have to willing to be put your current ceiling become your floor again. In another words, it's that moment is not the amount of uh, any marketing strategies or any tactic can get you breakthrough until you fully embrace who you are, who you want to become in a next level leader. So the Power One framework is very different than a lot of other marketing courses or programs out there. It's uh, we focus on you as a business owner first. So uh, it's uh, meaning what is the number one solution? You can provide that number one transformational outcome to your number one client, but by the best current version of you. So it's a one, 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 one. And that's why it's called Power of One Framework. So because we when we do this way, we are truly focused on what we are good at it and what, you know, our past of either good or bad ugly, uh, it's all add up as a unique you 
and your expertise and experience is totally ready for you to attract that right tribe to you. I love that so much, Kelly, because I, th- I think it's so important before we do anything in our businesses or whether it's, you know, we're going when we're going live, we need to do that foundation work on ourselves. We need to kind of be working out, well, you know, why am I doing this? Who, who am I? <laughs> you, know, who, you know, and uh, do, asking those deep questions. And I, and I know that I, I've tried to ask those questions over the, over the time, but I, then everything else gets gets in, in the way, you know, the tech gets in the way or, or I get... I don't know, I see something over there like squirrel, you know, I get distracted. Uh, but actually asking those deep questions is really, really important, I think, to, um, to our business and, and taking us to that next level. Thanks, Kelly. So I can see we've, uh, so she- Shelly's um, commenting, she says, I hosted a Zoom party for my 10-year-old and five friends with a quiz and bingo and tried playing music to get the fun going between questions. Ah, I feel your pain, Roger. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, the pain of the pain of the tech. So, um, um, yeah. So, if you've got any questions for for anyone, just pop it in the comments, and I'm happy to to ask questions. Um, we're, we're, I'm here till uh, eleven o'clock, eleven p.m. in the UK, which is I, I actually forgotten what that is in, in uh, US time. I'm afraid. Can someone else do the translation for me? It's uh, probably five p.m. in Eastern, something like that. Um, so anyway, over to over to Amy. Um, uh, so. You were on the show talking about repurposing and how to, how to repurpose your live videos. And, you know, I, what's one of the, the things that I'm really excited about with live video is that one is actually such an easy thing to create. Once you've planned it and you've got the tech sorted, it's a really easy way to produce that content, which you can then repurpose it. So um, have you got any, you know, what, what has your experience been with working with live streamers at Content 10X? Uh, you know, what are, what are the pitfalls and what are the big advantages? Uh, yeah, I'm sure. So I think just firstly, what you said about it being easy, I just was going to add to that and say that um, we were talking before you mentioned about people putting it off and being scared of the tech and, um, you know, procrastinating and trying to get things perfect. So firstly, I was just wanted to say if anybody is thinking about getting started and is procrastinating because you're worried about a professional setup and everything looking great um just think about how now really is the perfect time to embrace just getting started because the biggest brands celebrities production companies all of those high production value um that we're used to is now being done in a much more lower production value way at the moment because of lockdown. So we're seeing um, Jimmy Fallon presenting from his kitchen. The Ellen show is coming from her living room. James Corden set the late, late show up from his um, garage in in his house. Uh, You know, we're seeing question time and news night where the experts are sat in their in their um, living rooms and kitchens and things like that. So there's been this real kind of drop in the high production value of, of all these places that we used to see in all of this overly produced. So anybody worried or embarrassed about being in their dining room or their living room, just look at where Jimmy Fallon's doing his show from and you'll see now is the time. Even you can make people think that you have a professional studio and it's just lockdown that's causing you to be in that location. So getting started, we, we've seen a lot of people embracing getting started because of that. And we're encouraging people to get started because of that, because there's a real level playing field at the moment with the production quality that people can come out with. Um, so getting started is key and then my I guess my big tip and it's not going to be a surprise but 
it's all about repurposing and it's it's more about being intentional with how you create your live streams and how you have how you structure it and how you go about um you know the flow of it so when you would come in and out of comments or what what if it's guests like having segments and things like that because think about what you could then do with the content afterwards so just as a really you know quick example but we see facebook or well live streams whatever the platform is we see live streams being repurposed into podcasts podcast episodes as you do it and like you know it's very um popular to do that so um in that you know think of it beforehand pay attention to the quality of your audio think about having a segment that you don't maybe go back and forward with the um with the people attending so you let them know that you're going to present for a certain amount of time and then you'll get to comments and that's the kind of content that you'll put into the podcast episode so thinking about that beforehand um think about other segments as well so if you have a guest on maybe you could do something every week like a um, a quick fire round or the the three killer questions of the week or something like that and then that could always be the bit that you pull out as a one minute video that goes on your Instagram every week. So, you know, segment it, segment it in different ways and then growing a different audience based on the segments of your live stream. So thinking about that and then also, you know, blog posts and written copy that can come from the live streams that you create and um, and then promoting it, you know, the promoting up to it. So Insta stories and just all the different platforms that you can use. But um I guess the key thing we always say is don't let it end when you just hit, you know, stop recording and then start planning the next one. After you've stopped recording, that is the start of more content that can come from the live stream. Thanks. Thanks, Amy. That's really, really good. Good tips there. Thank you. So moving on to Nicole. Uh, so I'm just looking at the time and my goodness, this half hour has gone so quickly. So uh, Nicole, I <laughs> um, can't believe that. So yeah, so I've, what, what are your live video tips? Uh, for us you know you've done a lot over the years you've um you you've really progressed and you've done some exciting things what uh, have you got to share with us well um i guess one of the first things i love to share is just it's really just a pitch for doing live video what i found since i faced my video fears and to be fair i still get nervous about these things and i always think you have to care and still get nervous is um once you learn how to connect with an audience on camera Actually, it really helps you also on the stage. <laughs> I guess speaking on a stage in front of 200 to 300 people isn't necessarily the most natural thing. So if, you, if you're nervous about speaking on stages and you want to get into video, just do it all at the same time. It, it really, really does help. Um, in terms of preparation, I guess there's only so much you can prepare for, right? Uh, and just be prepared for things going wrong. And I actually found whenever things are going wrong, I was running uh, last week, uh, we all know um, Lee Jackson. He has his agency transformation community, lovely community of web agency founders and, and web designers. And I just ran a challenge for him uh, last week, actually a five-day Wunderstars challenge. And it was all about helping people to identify their personal branding stories and, and unleashing them. And literally nearly every day, something went wrong because of the internet. and 
people don't mind too much because of right now they don't mind so much. So to just be prepared for this, sometimes even delete the show and, and just go onto it again. And I just remember this moment was, oh my God, not again. And my heart was pounding. <laughs> but you know, I just kept on smiling. And if you have some lovely guests with you, they, they kind of help you to get through that as well. So, so don't be afraid of it um, because essentially no one is expecting perfect. And, and Kelly was saying that and, and Amy was touching on that as well. People like to see relatable things, particularly now when we're all broadcasting from our home setting. So for me, I, I target working parents. And I often say when I start my shows, bring your lunch, bring your kids, because it's quite likely my son is going to say hello. <laughs> he, does. You know, he comes in and yeah. he bribes yeah, me yeah. for the phone and I just have a phone, have a biscuit. But you just have to deal with it and carry well, on. Well, exactly, exactly. We're, we're so all be it. prepared for the unexpected and enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Totally agree with that. Uh, Shelley Rosslands says, uh, I'm loving how the US talk show guys and girls are de delivering at the moment. You're right, Amy. Also, what lower production still shows, it's all about the talent on the screen, regardless of the tech. It's all about, it's about you. Totally agree with that. Uh, so, Roger, um, what's your live video tip? Actually, what I'm going to do is flip something mm. that uh, Nicole said there. I think it's absolutely right that uh, when you go on stage you, and you can see people, um, you, you know, you might get nervous and a lot of people do. Um, but at least when you're on stage, you've got faces giving you feedback, you know, that whether they're sat there with their arms crossed <laughs> or they're getting really excited, you're getting feedback. But when you're doing live video, on the whole, you're looking into a camera, a lens, and you're not, you've not got an audience, you've not got real people watching you and and i remember uh, this is about 15 years ago i was working for a company and i had to go on a live tv show basically it was a bit like watchdog and i was going to get a public telling off for this company screwing up a, a case and and i remember going into the studio feeling really nervous because i knew there was going to be two million people watching this show and i was the bad guy and the thing is, when I went into the studio, all I saw was these two big cameras pointing at me, and there wasn't two million people to be seen anywhere. And immediately, my nervousness completely disappeared mm. because all I had was that camera lens. But if you, you know, that can be too, that might go too much the other way because you've just got this piece of plastic pointing at you. So I sort of came up with this like halfway house when I first started doing live video, and I just sort of cut out a photograph of the family or even if you want to take it a little bit further, a photograph of your ideal customer and sort of tape it on top of the lens and talk to the the picture or talk to that um, picture of your family. And then you you feel like you've got a bit of an audience that you can relate to. And, and it, it, that, to me, gave me that massive confidence to, to keep doing the live when I hadn't got that feedback from a, a genuine live audience. Oh, yeah, I totally agree with you. That's, that's really good advice. The camera can be this... It's a very strange object. It can, it can either get in the way or it can do strange things with your brain. Well, we, we're, over to, we're, we're over time. So just, uh, just be, uh, unfortunately, Kelly's uh, camera isn't working. So she's had to, had to go. Um, but if you want to find out more about Kelly, if you, Kelly's website is kellybarder.com. That's Kelly and then B-A-A-D-E-R.com. So check out Kelly. She's awesome. She's been such a support to me over the past few years. Um, so Amy, I assume the best place to, to find out more about you is content10x.com. Is that the best place? Yeah, content10x.com. Spot on. <laughs> Excellent. I, I might have said that a few times on the podcast and show. So, <laughs> so that, that's great. Well, thank you, Amy. Uh, and then Nicole, what's the, how's the best place to find you? 
we got just fun with storm going on now uh best places to, at the moment hook up for me on instagram would love to connect that's at lollipop underscore social awesome and roger yep the website is rogeredwards.co.uk and i'm most active on twitter roger underscore edwards on twitter that's fab well thank you guys if uh, you don't mind if you pop your pop those links in the comments on facebook or youtube or whatever that would be great so, so that people can click on them that would be that would be awesome well thank you so much it's been great to, to have you on i will let you go and uh, it's probably getting up it's not well it's not quite bedtime is it yet in the uk but uh it's uh, i've got gym time it's gym time yeah. i've got a, i've got a couple more hours but uh well thank you everyone thank you so much you're listening to the confident live marketing podcast with ian anderson gray so it's now time to bring in my final sponsor of the show which is Streamyard. Really excited to have Gage Vandentop on the show in a little bit. He's one of the co-founders of Streamyard and I love Streamyard because it's so easy it works in the web browser, it works for both Mac and PC users and it's so as I said it's so easy to use. You've got these amazing features such as being able to highlight comments on the screen, add your own titles, you can have guests on the screen as well on your show without any extra software. You can share your screen, you can add brand colors, you can broadcast to Facebook, Periscope, LinkedIn Live, and YouTube, and, and more. And you can also have green screens. If you want to get all fancy with your background and you've got a green screen, you can do that with StreamYard. Now, all of that is on the free version of StreamYard. But if you want more, they have paid versions, which give you the ability to add your own logo, overlays, backgrounds, videos, and multicasting to up to five destinations. So if you want to have a play, all you need to do is go to iag.me forward slash StreamYard. That's iag.me forward slash StreamYard. Let's get on with the show. So it's now time to um, to bring on my next guests. Uh, oops, I've just made a mistake. It's uh, oops, there we go. So yes, I've got next. It is uh, just after nine o'clock. Uh, this is the Confident Live Marketing Show. This is a special edition to celebrate the first year. This is my first anniversary of the show. Can't believe we've been going on for a whole year. That's uh, pretty amazing. If you want to find out more about the show and want to subscribe to the podcast, all you need to do is go to iag.me forward slash podcast. So it's nine o'clock in the UK and we've got David Bain, uh, Dr. Nick Lazarus, and Benjamin Dell and Adam King on the show. This is uh, really exciting. So I like what I've done every half hour. I'm going to play the theme music from the episodes uh, for, um, for my guests. This is either a really, really good thing or a really bad thing. I haven't quite decided. So if you want to vote for um, the worst or the best, um, please do. I just can see a comment coming through um, from Gail Alexander watching from Northern Ireland. Where in Northern Ireland are you watching from? Uh, it's a, a beautiful country. I, I love Northern Ireland and I, I need to go back at some point. Hopefully once this madness of uh, the lockdown and COVID-19 have gone. Anyway, so here we go. Here are the theme songs and then I'll bring everyone in. Greatest dream, David Bain. David Bain. I'm feeling very anxious about yeah. my life video. 
My goodness, that's a bit dramatic. And I forgot, unfortunately, Adam uh, was, because Adam was on right at the beginning, I think it was episode 15, we didn't have theme songs. So anyway, there we go. Um, I can also see some lovely comments. I'll bring them in. But it's time to bring in Ben. Hi, Ben. Uh, Hello. We've got David there and Adam. Hello, sir. Hello. Great to see you. And I can't bring uh, Nick in, unfortunately. Let's see, because it says his device is not connected. Uh, Hold on, let me see. Oh. Nick, can you can you hear? Can you say something, Nick? I, I can hear. Can you hear me? We can hear you. Well, that's awesome. We can you hear. You can't see me. We oh. can't see you, but don't worry. It's fine. As long as we okay. can, we can we can hear you. That's the main thing. So thank you so much, everyone, for being on the show. It's it's awesome that you're here. Uh, I'm just going to bring in a few comments. Uh, Rebecca Ward is watching on Facebook, saying evening, everyone. And then Nicole from before saying, uh, "We're so excited to be joined in the celebrations." And um, Yes, there we go. Lots of comments in there. So uh, I think Nick's gone, unfortunately. Hopefully he'll come back. Great. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you for coming on. How are you all doing? Pretty good. Pretty well. Yeah, I, I still don't know what to make of those intro um, <laughs> yes. uh, music for the skits. But it puts a smile on my face. <laughs> yeah, I know. I am, I am disappointed that I was early on, Ian, because, uh, yeah, I'd love to have seen what you'd have done with mine. But there we go. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, we can always have you back on. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure either. But I, I, I've, I'm told that some people absolutely love the intros. So we'll, we'll, see. we'll see how we go on. And it, it kind of also, like, it combines my my background as a professional singer in with this. But uh, anyway, moving on swiftly. Um, so um, how, um, so uh, Ben, let's, let's, let's start off with you. I mean, how are things been going with you? I, I mean, we, we, we had you on the show talking about um, how to host a virtual live event. And obviously at the moment, still in many parts of the world, conferences, physical events are still not happening. And so uh, most events are having to go virtual. So I assume this, from a business point of view, it's actually been quite a, a mad time for you. I'm going to uh, assume that. I mean, how things been with you? Yeah, very much so. It's, it, it really has been an incredible um, last few months. And, and it's not to say that um, others out there are, are, are sort of, um, you know, not having uh, such a great time. And so we need to be very much conscious of that. But, but from our perspective, it's been fantastic. And it's been incredibly empowering um, to sort of see how many different categories of people and businesses are experimenting and you know everything we're talking about today and pretty much everything you talk about is is to encourage people to um, take that leap of faith and give live video 
a try. And if anything can be said about COVID from a business sort of perspective, um, it's, it's that it's sort of opened up all these other sorts of avenues and platforms that um, people may not have considered before and now are to sort of just, just if anything, to see whether they can help them engage with their audience, deliver a message, um, put themselves out as being a brand ambassador or, 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 or a knowledge um, uh, advisor in, that, in a particular space. Um, so it's been really, really fascinating. And, and it, it's been wonderful to sort of see how people have, you know, um, made so much money from it and, 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 um, and, and just experimented with the, with the uh, medium. Yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously it's been a, a difficult time for for many in the industry in in well in lots of different industries. But for for there's been a lot of people that have been thinking, well, how we're in this difficult situation uh, where we we can't put on this event, we we can't meet with people physically. So what are we going to do about it? And so they've they've looked at ways mm. to 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 move over to a different different setup, a different solution. And obviously, uh, you know, for, for so for those who don't know, Ben is is the founder. Uh, I'm not going to say CEO because I made that mistake last time, but the founder <laughs> of uh, Hey Summit. And uh, so, I mean, if you, how would you describe Hey Summit in a tweet? It, it, it manages the entire virtual summit experience. So from managing your attendees, attendee signups, sponsorship management, talk management, speaker management, revenue generation, um, the marketing and everything in between. Um, so it kind of just makes sure that you sort of put on a, a, a sort of joined up experience um, in terms of a virtual summit. Um, and remember, a virtual summit is really nothing more than a collection of talks spread out over usually two or three days, that sort of thing. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's roughly what, what we do. That's cool. I think that's a little bit more than 100 and, no, 240 characters, but, uh, or 280 characters, whatever a tweet, <laughs> tweet is these days, but I'll let you off. Uh, more importantly, Rebecca Ward is ask, uh, asking a very, very important question. Uh, he, and she's saying, "Is that a color? Is that a color-changing light around the mirror in the background?" Hell yes! And in fact, for those eagle-eyed, there are a couple um, going on there. So we've got the mirror oh, got my, uh, over here, which is going through, a, 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 pulsating through different colors or rotating through, I should say. Then we have the lamp, the floor lamp here, um, which is also rotating through. And I've got a couple more, which, you, which are off camera as well, and they're all in the, on this Hugh Phillips sequence. Lots of fun. Oh, very exciting! So if you're listening to the podcast, you're just going to have to imagine. What that uh, that looks like, but I, I've been I've been kind of looking um, at Philips Hue bulbs for a while, and they're not quite because they're quite expensive, but they are really really cool. So I might at some point I might at some point do that. Um, unfortunately, uh, Dick uh, Doctor Nick Lazarus is still having issues with his tech, so hopefully we can bring him in in a bit. But I'm going to go over to to David. How have things been for you, David? I know thing, you are always very busy and doing lots of different things. And uh, we, we had you on the show talking about um, how, to, how to do a marathon show. So I kind of like feel you yeah. are the master and I've tried to learn as much as I can from you. I, I don't know how I'm doing at the moment, but I'm doing my best. Um, so. You're doing incredibly well. I, I'm, I'm really, really impressed here. And you're, oh, I, I think the bigger the size of project you actually take on, the, the, the better you do, the more gregarious you are and the better presenter you are. So you're know, a wonderful job. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned to, to do another one with you uh, kind of doing such an incredible job here. I'll, I'll, I'll pay you later. But, uh, <laughs> but on a serious note, um, yeah, how things been with you and what, what have you been working on? I can see a, a new logo in the background and so you might want to tell us a little bit more yeah, about that. You, I've recently launched a podcast agency for B2B brands called Casting Cred. And 
over the last couple of years, actually, I've, I've had a few clients. I've been producing podcasts for those clients, and I've tended to focus in on SaaS, B2B, um, and the legal sector, actually, as well. And it just made sense to build a brand around that to, to let people know that that's actually what I do. So um, it, it has done quite well for me over the last few months. I've, I've had a couple of clients start over the last couple of months. So um, kind of like Ben, um, you know, the, the lockdown hasn't been bad for me financially, but obviously it's, it's, it's been challenging in its own way. Well, that's, yeah, it's, it's certainly been a challenging time for so many of us. Um, but it's great that you found this new niche. Uh, I mean, it's not really new for you, but it, it's something that you're focused on. And so definitely, so what, what's, what's the name of the agency and how can people find out about it? I'm going to ask you this later on, but just uh, since you've got, we're talking about it. Yeah, thanks. It's called Casting Cred and castingcred.com is the domain name I've got. Uh, I quite liked the sound of it. I could get the .com. I happen to have the, the social handles for that as well. So. Um, yeah, the, the, that's that's the name for the the agency. That's cool. Well, getting getting the domain name is half the battle, isn't it? Oh, it's like ninety nine percent of the battle. Uh, I'm sure you can you can attest to that, Ben. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Keep your head next time, though, then people can people can see the uh, not the ballpark spot, but uh, the, the the word behind you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. Well, that's true. Okay. It, so the man with the with the biggest ball spot <laughs> one can, can have. There we go. Casting cred. We can see that now. That's, that's cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, of course, uh, ben, Ben's uh, other. So this is actually how uh, Ben and I met the first time was through your other business, Missing Letter, uh, which has the which is Missing Letter without the final e or something. Is that right? I've got that right. It is, yeah. Clever, yeah. eh? It's, it's so very clever, clever. That you have to explain it and spell it out um, to people each time. So, yeah. um, yes, to continue your thought there, do think carefully about the domain name. It, uh, it is important. Yeah, but it is, <laughs> it's a great tool. So do check out Missing Letter without the final e.com. Um, so oh, over to Adam. I could, um, so, Adam, um, how, how have things been going for, for you? you we, talked about, so we talked about your live video journey um, on, the, on the show because I know that you... When we first met at the Upreneur Summit, quite a few years ago, the idea of even putting your photo on a website was terrifying, let alone going live. But since then, you have been going, doing podcasts and videos and live videos. Tell us a bit more how things have been going with you. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, if I think back to that a while ago, as I say, I, was, uh, I didn't have a photo of myself on my website. Now I'm coming into a live full with my lockdown hair and ridiculous beard so um you know it's it's got to the point where it's kind of like well you know this is this is this is me in the situation that we are currently facing and uh so yeah i kind of show up um show up as i am but um yeah it's been <laughs> it's been an interesting uh period it's kind of felt like um the whole situation is almost given with one hand and taken with another um and i guess what i mean by that is that like a lot of people i think that have already been on i'm set up to work remotely virtually um unfortunately if you're getting a lot of interference it's because i'm in the fancy shed at the bottom of the garden which uh, has quite a flat roof and the heavens have just opened so um if that's coming through that's why but um <laughs> yeah so like being set up to do all of that uh, remotely i mean it's amazing how many people now just use zoom in a conversation um that you'd never expect them to like your nan or your, <laughs> your you know your your friends and all the rest of it whereas you know we've been using stuff like this for a long long time on the other hand it's taken away because both myself my wife self-employed work for ourselves and we've got two young daughters under four so that means zero childcare um with all the situation so we've had to split it between the two of us and we've effectively been able to work about three hours a day each 
and that's not easy to do when you're trying to basically work on two separate businesses, um, bring in income and all the rest of it, work with clients you existently have, and also um, you know generate new. But actually, it's given on the other side because it's kind of forced me and actually a lot of people I've been talking to to almost go back into startup mode and rethink a lot of mm. things and actually go right. This is an opportunity to maybe do something different, maybe revisit the way that we do things. And yeah, just just think, right, OK, if I've only got three hours a day, how am I going to maximize those three hours? And it's actually been quite an interesting experience. Yeah, there's, there's nothing that quite focuses the mind than like only having this small amount of time in the day. And, you know, we, we've been for... I think like so many people who've, who've got kids at school, you know, we've, we've, we've been trying to homeschool. We talked about this a bit earlier. It's just, yeah, we, we've only got this like short period of the time when, well, and then the kids are climbing the walls and all this kind of stuff. It's, it's really been quite challenging, but it's, it's good to see it as in a positive way. You know, what ways can we, how can we change what we're doing in a positive way? Um, so yeah, thanks for that, Adam. So I'll kind of come back to you in a bit, just asking you for your live video tips. But I think we've got uh, Nick back. I think, is, are you there, Nick? Yeah. Can you hear us? Can, can you hear me? We can hear you. So the tech is oh working. Oh my goodness. Wow. So well, the, half of the tech. No, yeah, half of the, the, the half camera. of the yeah. We, we can't, unfortunately, we can't see you, but we, we can hear yeah. you. So, so yeah, it's great. To, thank you so much for joining us. And sorry that tech isn't working. So Absolutely. you came on episode 32 uh, to talk about mm -hmm. how to overcome the anxiety of live video. And so, yeah, we, we've, this has been a big issue for so many people on, um, on the show, um, or, you know, people, my guests and, uh, and also my, my audience and clients that they've really struggled with anxiety. You know, what's, uh, is this something that you're working with clients a lot with anxiety? Is that the main thing that you work on? And, and have you got any ideas on how we can get over that anxiety? Well, yeah, my my uh, before before I go into that, I just want to say I never heard my intro before, so I'm not sure which way to vote for it. I'm still thinking about that. But, uh, <laughs> it was uh, quite quite a surprise to hear that. Oh, right. So, well, there we um, go. Yeah. Well, I am a performance coach, uh, performance psychologist, and anxiety coach for 40 years, and that's basically all I've worked with was people who struggle with anxiety. And the last maybe 15 years has been primarily with performance anxiety, whether it's uh, public speaking, uh, sports, uh, performance, uh, executive kind of leadership. But uh, um, last couple of years, it's been almost all performance anxiety. And, and the shift, obviously, during the pandemic has been from people who uh, do uh, in-person presentations, in-person conference uh, meetings, and, and uh, that obviously all shut down. Uh, and, and what happened was so many of the clients I worked with that said, oh, it's so hard to stand up in front of somebody. Uh, when they had to stand up in front of the computer uh, for a webinar or a conference call, they, they, they freaked out. They just really panicked. So my business has really kind of shifted very fast uh, to those that need to do virtual uh, speaking and those have struggled with anxiety with that. So, um, you know, everything from them not getting feedback, they're all alone in their home office, um, just kind of they weren't really prepared for that, I don't think. I think they thought it was really going to be a lot easier than, than it was for, for most of them. And when they had to speak at work or in a business or as an entrepreneur, their, their solution always was just don't speak, because if you don't speak, you don't have anxiety. Uh, but they were required to do that working from home. So my, my business has kind of shifted. I was already doing most of my work online, but it just really shifted dramatically to uh, people who are also working online. That's kind of where 
my little journey has been the last three or four months. Yeah, there's obviously there's there's been a, a huge amount of anxiety in 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 many aspects of the the lockdown or you know the the, the pandemic that we we we've we've got at the moment and and so and I know a lot of people have been putting off with uh, putting off going live. They think, yeah, I I know that live video is a great thing to do and and I I will get onto it, but I'm not ready yet. I've got other things to do. And then of course the pandemic happens, this lockdown happens, and they suddenly realize. They need to get on Zoom. They need to get in front of the camera. Uh, they need to embrace live video, and it's uh, a really scary thing. Um, so, so we may we will start. I mean, if that's okay with with you, um, Nick, and and that's really. Have you got any? You know, what would be your your top tip um, when it comes to live video? You know, as I said before, the, the the three things that we have on the show are either confidence and mindset, uh, the tech and the gear, or content and marketing, and so. I'm assuming that you know your tip's going to be to do with with mindset and the psychology and yeah. and how. So, what what would you say to people? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, the, the the main tip, and it kind of encompasses a number of kind of uh, skills that that one needs to develop. The main tip is really to develop a pre-speaking routine. What do I do in the in the ten minutes before I speak, before I go live, before I present a webinar, before I do a conference uh, meeting online? What do I do in those first uh, 10 minutes before I actually get on live. And what I teach people, and and the key tip here is we've got to make a shift from left brain to right brain thinking during that time. Left brain thinking is when we overthink, it's analytical, it's judgmental, we kind of beat ourselves up. And we need to shift that to the right side of the brain in which we're we're really literally, the the brain waves are slower, we're more in the moment, we're more present. So that pre-speaking routine uh, is what you do to get present, to get centered. Uh, to get grounded before you get on on the on the call, and and the four quick tips that go under that is just being able to monitor your self talk. Is it negative? You know, what are you saying to yourself under pressure prior to getting on the call? Uh, taking deep, focused, relaxing breaths. You know, breathing mindfully because it's practically impossible to feel tense when you're breathing deeply and focused. Uh, scanning your body for muscle. Teaching yourself. Uh, and there's so many resources out there to teach your muscles to relax so that prior to the call, you're taking a deep breath, you're quieting that negative critical voice, you're taking uh, your body, scanning it for any anxiety. And then the final tip is to really practice visualizing mental rehearsal. I do that with the athletes that I work with. You know, the more you can see, hear, and feel yourself giving a great presentation, the more your real life, uh, live a call or live presentation will improve. So, you know, talking to yourself differently, taking deep breaths, scanning for tension, and and practicing day by day before those presentations, picturing yourself doing well, really shifting from that negative, fast left brain overthinking to the right side, uh, where we're more centered and, and, and really grounded. I love that. Thank you so much. And I think that's, again, is something that is uh, those those things should go in your checklist before you go live. We we so often that so many of us will have a tech checklist. We'll check the microphone, the camera working. Uh, I talk about you know warming your voice up and your body, but how about some of these mindset things that we need to be thinking about? That's that's really important. Um, so thank you, Nick. Thank you for that. I think we've lost you unfortunately, but you so you just oh you come back, but I think um, you came in just at the right moment. Um, so yeah, uh, Adam, what, what's your what's your live video tip? I mean, you you've uh, you've had quite a journey over the, over the last few years. You know, what would you say to people who are embracing live video? 
Well, I'm going to I'm going to attempt to see if I can cover all three of your points in my tip, actually. And and that is it, it is quite simple. Don't try and do it all yourself. And what I mean by that is get some help um, first off. Um, you know, somebody that you can have to support you. Um, actually helping you practice just being on video on camera um you know you can go to the uh you know to to, to the level of, of getting involved with someone like you in or, or just just someone that's sort of maybe just a, a few steps ahead of you and i sort of say that because you can do it in that way but also do something like this like this is going live in a way that doesn't even feel like we're live i mean there could be you know a hundred thousand people watching it could be you know five people it could be no one else but us lot in a room just talking uh, amongst ourselves but it doesn't necessarily feel like we have that pressure because we're just having a conversation and so that's one of the easiest way i found is i took my podcast and started doing it live and i just forgot because i was just doing it as i normally would be doing and we, you forget that you're live and that was that was that was like oh actually this is quite easy so you're you're getting the help of the other person in conversation and that is the easiest way i found of going live and the reason why you can you know you, you then don't do it alone is it's very easy with the tech side of things like this Streamyard is fantastic you introduced me to this via alex curtis's event that had to go virtual by the way so thank you that was awesome and the final thing is that you can that can help with your your content and your marketing because if you are talking with other people you get essentially access to their network, their audiences um, that you can put your message out in front of. So I think that it has a just keeping it in, you know, in a simple way and just thinking, don't do it all alone. Get some help. And by help, that could be direct support to help you get through the anxiety, like Nick was saying, or getting help with, well, let's let's help each other by having a conversation about valuable topics that is going to help both people's audience and get it in front of both of them so that's what i do yeah really really good point there thank you adam yeah because mm -hmm. uh, we can try and do everything ourselves and that is not going to always end in a end up in a, in a good place so ben over to you what what's your your top live video tip for us hmm. i've been giving this some thought and, and mine is all sort of centered around being honest with yourself about the type of presenter um and personality that you are um and kind of following on from what Nick was talking about with regards to anxiety and the stress that can come with um, presenting live or even just doing any sort of um, staged video or, or anything else, that is a reality that you will almost certainly have some anxiety and stress and, and worry and everything else. And so what you definitely don't want is to have that and be delivering the video in a way that is going to stress you out even more. Um, and that can easily be done by forcing yourself to try and um, do a video in a way that others have told you to do it. So it might be um, interviews are, are you're, you're terrible at and you just, you, you, you sort of, you know, squirm up and you sort of, you just can't conduct interviews. You can't sort of ask people questions. You're just not very good at that cross sort of um, uh, examination. And that's fine. And I think being honest with the type of delivery that you are comfortable with will ultimately mean that you deliver a better video in the first place because you'll be happier, more engaged, more passionate about it, and you will start to excel in that particular space. Um, and in this day and age, there are just so many different ways of delivering live video, whether it's a summit, a webinar, uh, sort of a, 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 a live sort of um, discussion like this that is less structured and, and more sort of conversational. That's the style that I actually quite enjoy. 
um, I actually clam up a little bit and, and enjoy less the more structured, formal interview type things. Um, and so I just don't do many of those things. And, and that's fine. So bringing this back, I think it's all about being honest with yourself about what really drives you and, and keeps you excited and, and engaged and then do more of that. Um, so that's what I'd say. Really good tips. That's so important. There's no point in keeping on doing stuff that you find stressful and is not going to be help because you're not going to enjoy it and your audience is not going to enjoy it. So that brings me on to... Well, I would, sorry, I would just okay. say, try yeah. first. Don't assume you know the answer yes. to what you know yeah. if you haven't tried it because that's a fallacy that we can fall into. That yeah. we say, oh, I'm terrible at that or I'll, I'll never be able to do that type of style of, of video delivery. Very if you true. haven't done it two or three times, you don't really know. So give it a yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. So David, it's over to you. What's your, what's your top live video tip? I'm going to say stop treating live video as if it was 2004. The, the reason why I've picked 2004 is that was really the first year that I was a digital marketer. So I can really remember marketing and, and, and being active online in, in that particular year. Uh, nowadays, you really have to get serious about your content quality, your budget and your brand. I'm probably talking a lot to B2B marketers and maybe marketers and organizations here, um, as well as maybe solopreneurs um, who, who, who have progressed maybe to the next kind of level. 2004, um, just to give you a, a little bit of an inkling, was before WordPress. Um, it was where MySpace and techie nerds, um, you know, built their own websites and built websites for companies. And that pleased them rather than actually the brand itself. Um, so the reason that I'm saying this is that if you fast forward to 2020, I can see a similar kind of thing happening with podcasts, with live streams. It's very popular, it's fun to do, but sometimes you do get people within organizations choosing to do a live stream or do a podcast because they're passionate about the medium and because they find it fun. And actually they produce fairly poor quality audio, fairly poor quality video content, and they're not doing great things for your brand. So get serious about the amount of money that you're spending on the quality of content that you're producing. Um, many brands, wouldn't actually bulk nowadays at spending 50K, for example, on a website redesign, but maybe 1,000 pounds on content. Wow, why, why would I actually do that? You know, spend more money on content. Get serious about producing reasonable content. This microphone here I've got to my side, Samsung Q2U, costs about 60 pounds in the UK. Um, and that's a brilliant starter microphone. You should start with that kind of microphone at a minimum. Um, just to finish, I'll just say, in 2020, uh, in content marketing, your biggest competitor isn't who you think it is. It's Netflix. It's whoever takes your consumer's time. Great tips. Thank you so much, David. Well, that's awesome. Uh, just before we go, just uh, to the, my next group, uh, what's the, the best place to, to, to find out more about you? I assume, Ben, the place is heysummit.com. Is that the, the best place to go to? Yeah, if you want to try out a virtual summit, go to heysummit.com. Um, I can be found on Twitter at Ben Dell, D-E-L-L. -L. That's great. And David, how about you? Where's the best place to find you? If you're a B2B or SaaS brand, please check out castingcred.com. That's great. And Adam, how about you? Uh, website is thinklikeafish.co.uk or uh, check out the Client Catching Podcast available wherever you get your podcasts, basically. So, yeah. Awesome. Or you can find it from the website. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. And I think, Nick, you're back. Uh, I don't know if you can hear I'm us, back. but you're great. Excellent. <laughs> so where, where's the best place people can find you? 
Uh, you can, on Facebook, it's The Fearless Performer. And uh, my website is drnicklazaris.com, drnicklazaris.com. Awesome. Well, thank you. And I apologize for the, the dreadful theme song at the beginning. Uh, I hope you'll forgive me, oh. but <laughs> it's uh, it was fun, fun to do. And uh, I really, yeah. really appreciate you guys coming on. So if you, if you wouldn't mind, if you could pop your links in the comments on Facebook or YouTube, that'd be awesome. Um, but um, thank you so much for coming on. Awesome. Thank right. You. Great thank job. You. Great. Cheers. How are the rest Bye. of the evening? Thank you. Good night. So, um, it is time for my next, my next group of people, which is awesome. So it, it is now 10... 9.30 in the UK, so we're, I'm going on to 11pm. Uh, we've got Alison's here, Colin Gray, and Glenn and Ken Aspersley on the show, so I'm very excited about this. Um, so yeah, if you're, if you're watching, if you just, just uh, joined, let me know where in the world you're watching from. If you're watching the replay, put hashtag replay. And uh, yeah, this is basically in celebration. It's a three-hour broadcast in celebration of the first year of my show and podcast, The Confident Live Marketing Show. If you haven't yet subscribed, go to iag.me forward slash podcast and you can find out more about it. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to have um, these guys on the show. So as we did before, I'm going to play the theme music from uh, the podcasts that they were on. You can vote for the best or the worst. Uh, I'm starting to think this was a really bad idea, but anyway, let's carry on with it. Uh, so yeah, just put the number for the one that you think is really good. Here we go. Guess we've got my friend Alison Tier on to share her live video journey. And tomorrow I'm going to Content Marketing World in Cleveland, Ohio. You've got hiccups, haven't you? Mm -hmm. So that's really exciting, but I think it's time. What do you reckon? Is it time for the podcast? Yeah, Daddy, hit that button now. Okay. Bye. You've still got hiccups, haven't you? Yep. What's the best way of getting rid of hiccups? Um, to um, fill your mouth with water and go upside down for 10 seconds and then move up. Hopefully, if that doesn't work, then fill your mouth with air and do, and do, the, and do the same thing. Or swallow, swallow loads of water, wait for 10 seconds, then swallow it whole. Do you reckon? Well, I don't know. I just hold my breath. Anyway, right, I better go and pack. Are you going to help me pack? Casting for live video Casting from live video podcasting from live video podcasting from live I think it's time to learn podcasting from live video I think it's time to get Colin Gray on the show podcasting from your Show. Did you know it's the only way to go? That wasn't quite the tango I had in mind. Live. Ooh. Twitch. 
Ikan Live. Ikan, Ikan Live. Right, there we go. I think uh, enough of that. Uh, so there we go. I'm still not sure that was a good idea. But anyway, let's bring on Ken onto the show. Hi, Ken. Hi, Glenn. How are you doing? Hi, Colin. And hi, Alison. Great to have you on. Thank you for yeah. waiting. Thank you for waiting so patiently. We're a little bit behind, so sorry about that. But it's uh, great to have you on. Um, how are you all doing? Good. Hey, yeah. Hey, Ian. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Ooh, yes. Uh, so I can was see. That theme song. Was that like from when we did the show before? Well, I don't remember that. Like, well, that we didn't, we didn't see the, We never saw the theme song. <laughs> yeah. Right. Maybe that was added yeah. later. I, I, I thought, okay. I, oh, well, there we go. That, that, was, that was the theme song when you were on, but that was a long time ago. So it's probably okay. not that memorable. Yeah. That was the Ecom Live song. <laughs> so there we go. I don't uh, know about not memorable. <laughs> it's stuck in my head now. Yeah. Sorry I'm about gonna that. I've humming that all day. Yeah. So I think Kate, Katie from Ecom. So Glenn and Ken are from Ecom Live. If you haven't kind of figured that out, uh, Katie from Ecom is saying, yay, I will survive with Ecom Live. Uh, Rebecca says it's like a mini Eurovision. I'm not sure that's a good idea, uh, a good thing. But uh, anyway, great. So, um, yeah, it's exciting to have you guys on. So just a quick recap. Uh, Alison, you were back uh, on episode 16. Um, so you are one of my first guests. That's very exciting. I was. I have no idea. I have no idea how you got me on there that early on, to be honest. I think knowing how terrified I am, you know, or were. You, you, well, that was you were talking about. You were doing a live video journey series, so you were, yeah, with you, to Adam and Nicole. We had a series of, of people who have progressed. You know, they they maybe were really afraid of live video, but then they 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 did it and they they really progressed. And so, how have things been with you, Alison, over the the last year? Have you have you embraced live video, or have you been running away from it? <laughs> no, actually, I've, I've, I'm okay now. Um, I wouldn't say I'm. You know, I still have doubts um but that's just me i mean my fear was huge it wasn't just a small fear of live video it's absolutely massive um but i think yeah i've moved forward and i'm getting there now um so yeah there's still i have my comfort places so my facebook group is my comfort place for live video um but apart from that yeah i'm 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 making it work and I, you know, I am going to definitely go and try and do, I mean, this stuff that you're doing, all this like, you know, multiple screening and everything, I've, I'm definitely going to take that and start to move forward. Yeah, well, it doesn't have to be that way from the beginning. I mean, actually just picking up your phone and doing it that way. But then there's some software out there and we're, we'll obviously talk about Ecom Live in a little bit as well um, that can really, really make it, it's, it doesn't have to be difficult. You can do really cool things. So Thanks, Alison. So, Colin, let's uh, move over to you. How have things been with you? I mean, we talked about um, so it's making turning your live videos into podcasting, and podcasting is your yes. big thing. Um, how 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 have things been for you in the in the last few months or since since we had you on the show? So, you're on episode twenty five. Yeah, yeah. We it's been really good actually. We've been um, in terms of the live video, I should say, <laughs> uh, we we did a live course actually just recently whereby uh, I taught for eight weeks and that was a really good, I, I always love doing presentations, do a lot of speaking, that kind of stuff. And that was a really good chance to really try out. It was the first time I'd done an ongoing week by week course, um, doing an hour and a half live every single week for eight weeks. And it was great fun, actually. It was just so fun to play around with the tech, to get people on the calls. And it really 
it kind of reignited my my um, interest in trying to do more of these regularly, more openly, because that was obviously a, a kind of closed course that people had signed up for and, and um, uh, decided to do with us. But I'd love to do, I'm going to do more public ones over the summer uh, and ongoing, actually, that tie into the podcast we run as well. So yeah, definitely doing a lot more in the near future. Mm, that's awesome. Well, it's, it, is a t- it is the time to go live at the moment. I mean, it, it's with, with in-person conferences and meet, actual physical meetings not really happening. Uh, you know, we, we've so many people have had to embrace live video. Um, so that's that's really cool. An eight-week course. Wow, that's impressive. Mm. Impressive stuff. So uh, just to a reminder, if you're watching live, uh, do, if you, and if you've got any questions for Alison, Colin, Glenn, or Ken, just pop it in the comments, and I'm happy to ask them. Uh, it's great that I'm just so excited that these guys are here. So uh, Ken and Glenn, I, I'm going to kind of address you together because uh, you, you're, well, you're twin brothers and you are the founders of Ecamm. Um, I think things have been a bit crazy for you guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, probably hazard that as a guess. Um, live video just across the board has really, really um, got you know gone crazy. Uh, so how have things been? How have things guy? Um, how have things been for you guys? Oh man, um, crazy! Like you're like you're guessing. Um, we saw some really fast growth rates in April and May, and um, uh, it really it was really something for our company. We we had to hire more people, um, batten down the hatches, and um, yes, hold on for the ride. As so many people took their businesses to the internet, basically. Yeah, it was really it was really interesting. We saw a, a really kind of a mad scramble is a is a good word to describe what a lot of these organizations had to do. Uh, a, a really a really interesting shift we saw was with uh, with churches and houses of worship where suddenly they went from from a from um, to regular services to just broadcasting from their house <laughs> and the same thing with uh with musicians and DJs who you know could their 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 daily life was touring and going around and playing playing out at or, or spinning records at uh, live locations they had to take everything online and uh live streaming to platforms like facebook and youtube kind of um was a perfect match for them because everyone um, everyone is on these platforms now they could just um, tell everyone you know just hit this link and, and join us so yeah. really not, just, not just churches and musicians like every single kind of person it blows my mind i in the last just couple of hours i've talked to um, a magician who took his magician magic show from in person to online i helped somebody yesterday who was who's taken their their bar mitzvah uh emceeing virtual the virtual world he did a three-hour bar mitzvah online just everything you can think of has gone to gone to live video yeah and um the flexibility of our tool has just allowed them to just take it take it to the next level yeah it's it's been amazing I, because you know people have been been maybe procrastinating with live video for so long and obviously with the lockdown it they've they've had no choice but to embrace live video and so they'd be probably be scrambling around to try and find a solution for this and they've come across ecom live and so so for people who haven't come across ecom live before i mean how would you describe it i suppose so i asked i asked this uh, earlier for, from uh, i think it was mark from switcher studio to um or was it from another? No, it was Ben from uh, Hey Summit. How would you describe Hey Summit in a tweet? How would you describe Ecom Live in 280 characters? Who wants to go? Ecom, <laughs> Ecom, 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 Ec
Ecamm Live is a, okay, here we go. Ecamm Live is a live stream production tool for Mac. Nice and short. I like it's really evolved into it. Yeah. It's, it's really evolved into a, into a full production platform, right? The easiest way to go live from your Mac. Oh, by the way, though, also shout out to Hey Summit. We did an amazing Hey Summit a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we had something like 60 different experts on, right? Yeah. Right, Ken? Yeah, it was a huge live streaming boot camp. And um, the response was amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, it is a really cool tool. It was a fabulous, fabulous um, summit. So definitely, uh, I'm sure you guys will be doing that again at some point once you've had some rest. But I mean, so you, I mean, you're, 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 you're developers. You're actually developing the tool. You're, you're, and one of, one thing I've been really impressed with is the, the fact that you listen to, um, you listen to your, your customers and you implement that. Uh, so not all of the, all, all of the, all of the ideas, but some of them go into the tool and, and that, that's amazing. Um, so I want to bring in Colin again. So obviously audio for you is, is really important. I mean, so I mean, when you're choosing a tool or like a, a system, you know, how important is the audio? I know it's a silly question adding, asking an audio (laughs) podcasting guy, but I mean, you know, what, what are your thoughts in terms of finding the best solution if you're wanting to turn your live videos into a podcast? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, there's, there's stats out there. I can never find the study in this. I keep meaning to try and actually put some time into finding it. But there was work done um, years ago to study the difference between video and audio. And when you're doing a video, people will far stay far longer with a stream, which is bad video quality, but really good audio quality. They'll stay far longer with that than they will on a stream, which is really good video quality, but really bad audio. So it shows that, you know, you can you can kind of deal with pixelated video and stuff, but you need to be able to hear the voice because that's the content, I suppose, isn't it? The the video gives you the um, the personality; it puts yourself across really well. It's great to have the video, but the audio is where the content is, where the the connection, the personality comes from. So yeah, for me, uh, obviously, I love audio. That's what we do. But I think it genuinely does make the biggest difference out of the the two sides. Yeah, definitely agree with you. I think the audio is so important. And that's, uh, I, so I will come back to you, Alice, in a minute, but just uh, back to um, Ken and Glenn. This, one, one thing that I really love about uh, Ecom Live is, is the quality of the audio um, because, you know, it, it's, you, I think there is a, a high quality audio uh, button or, or like checkbox you've got and, and it's, you, you do it in stereo. I mean, yes, you could do 4K video and all that kind of stuff, but I think often, People forget about the audio, and so what? I'm just interested in your your view on that, Ken and Glenn, about audio. Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly what Colin said. I mean, people are people are patient with the video stream. They're not patient with with audio. If it's choppy, if it's if it's fuzzy, if it's breaking up, if there's a lot of background noise, people are not going to be patient with with uh with the stream at all. No, no yeah, way. from a from a developer standpoint, um, from someone who's, who's coded a lot of audio and video tools, it's interesting. And people probably never thought about this, but um, you can, you know, if the system is busy for a second, you can, you can lose a frame of video or even two and, and no one's ever going to notice. But if you drop even a microsecond of audio, it causes a click or a glitch that everybody hears. So audio is actually much more difficult from a, from a development standpoint because it has to be perfect. Video can be, can be, can drop a frame. No one's ever going to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unless they're arrow keying through the movie later, but <laughs> audio, 
you know, they, people notice right away. And, um, and I'll have people contacting us and saying, what, how do I improve my audio um, bit rate or my sample rate or all, and all these technical terms? Because it doesn't sound, my, my stream doesn't sound good. And I'll, I'll just say, oh, um, if your stream doesn't sound good, it probably isn't because of your sample rate or your, or your bit rate. People sometimes have this notion that they can hear the difference between, between different um, bit rates. It's usually some other issue, like, uh, um, like some, uh, a misconfiguration of their, of their soundboard or um, a problem that, that is solvable. But people will oftentimes jump to these technical uh, details of audio that, that while important, are, are not usually something that, that most people will notice, if you, know what, if, if, if you get what I'm saying. Absolutely, yeah. It's, um, it's, and yeah. So like, we have that high-quality, low-quality audio box, but I would challenge most people to, to tell the difference. Um, and if people are getting you know, audio problems, that's usually not why. Yeah. Um, One interesting thing we've been running, running into a lot is that um, tools, um, chat tools have this concept of echo canceling and, and, and filtering that we kind of take for granted, like right now on, the, on this tool, StreamYard, or say you're doing a Zoom chat, um, it's doing a lot of work to, to make, make it so there's no echo or feedback. Like we're all, we all have open speakers and, and my sound isn't going back into my mic and causing some sort of a feedback loop. We kind of take that for granted in um, personal speech, but it's, that's all it's designed for is like people talking. As soon as you start adding music into the mix, um, you, it's, it. it's going to sound terrible because it's going to be, it's going to like say, it's going to hear like the music and be like, oh, that's echo and try and filter out the echo. And suddenly you'll end up with like, um, you know, some, so it'll sound muffled and kind of underwater. So uh, it's important to distinguish what's going to be in your show. Is it just a bunch of people talking or is it a church service, you know, where there's supposed to be echo? Cause like you're in a big building, like a, you know, yeah. there is reverb, you know, like if it's trying to take out that reverb, it's not going to sound very good. So, so it, it is, um, that's the kind of thing to take, to start thinking about, um, when thinking about audio quality. Yeah. Really important point. Well, thank you. Thank you, Glenn. Um, so Alison, let's, let's go to you. Uh, it's, I think it's time to, to show off live video tips. So what, what's your live video tip for us with the three main themes for the show are either the confidence and mindset or, uh, the, the gear and the tech, or it could be content and marketing. And so. What, what would you say to people who are uh, either embrace, trying to embrace live video for the first time or maybe been doing it for a while and, and want to get better? Okay, well, I, I mean, I've been using it. I, I had to do it because I teach people how to market their own business. So I can't really tell other people to do it when I don't do it. So that was what the driver that forced me to do it. But from there, I think what I'd say is if you're really, really scared, take it in stages. So don't try and do everything at once. So it's interesting you guys were talking about voice because my podcast was something that actually helped me to crack live video. I actually hated the sound of my own voice. So by episode 64, and when you're starting to do some of the editing yourself as well, not all of it, but some of it, you get used to the sound of your own voice. When you get used to that, then you start getting used to the sound of you. And so that helps you to put yourself forward. And then, as I say, step by step, find somewhere safe to, to start with your live video. So if that's a Facebook group and maybe even start with a video that's not live and upload those, get get used to seeing yourself and your voice 
on on camera and and then just take it and and what i would say to everybody who's watching this on the replay or it is possible i was absolutely terrified terrified i mean ian knows how terrified i was and but over time you know you get there you get there and when you've got tools like these you know you know these these types of tools i mean i wish i could use ecamm but i haven't got a map please um, so, yeah <laughs> yeah but i'd love to use ecom <laughs> you just need to you need to buy a mac but but there are other I tools do. there are other tools out there which we, we talk about on the show uh, well thank you so much uh, that's that's really really helpful stuff so over to you colin what's your tip yeah sure i i mean i think i'm going to go back to um what one of the things we talked about on the show because it's something that we're still asked about a lot and it's the repurposing side of things it's it's live video is a brilliant way to grow other types of content it's a brilliant way to grow a podcast it's a brilliant way to grow a video channel um and every time we do live video i'll always try and structure it i'll structure it as well as i can so that i can reuse those bits of that live video in different ways um, and what i mean by that is obviously the sort of the five minute, 10 minute chat at the start, not necessarily great content to share elsewhere. Nobody's going to watch 10 minutes of YouTube of you talking to your live audience and saying, oh, hey, Brenda, how are you doing over there in blah, 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 in USA? Um, and, you know, it's not great content that. So structuring it so you've got five or 10 minutes of that at the start to build the community, then five or 10 minutes talking about the content to come with your audience, you know, saying, I'm going to talk today about um, what's the best mic to use for podcasting? Uh, what mic do you use? What questions do you have about microphones? What do you want to know? What should I answer about? And that's a nice little chunk of the show. Then you'll talk for maybe 10 minutes about the content itself. You'll deliver you know, the content and not talk that much to the audience at that point. You can maybe do a little bit of interaction, answer some questions, but mainly just stick to the content. And then at the end, you can have a good big section of Q&A. So tell the audience, stick around, and at the end, we'll do some Q&A, some interaction at the end. And that means you've got these chunks of content you can repurpose. It's a great live show because you're still serving the audience that's there, but you've got two or three different chunks that are standalone that can be repurposed into a YouTube video, into a full podcast episode. And it's a really good way to repurpose it. Um, and I'll say in a um, slightly silly way, Alitu, we've designed our own tool, Alitu, to do that kind of thing. Like You can upload that video to Alitu um, and you can cut out the start bit really easily and simply. We'll do up the audio and make it all polished up, noise reduction, all that kind of stuff to make it sound great. And it'll add your music automatically to the start and the end, your theme music, and publish it for you too. But it is potentially it's possible to do it in other ways too. You can use editing packages. You can do it in many different ways. So it's a great what, way to repurpose a live video. Colin, what's that tool you're talking about that does yeah. all the automatic stuff? Alitu, Alitu, A-L-I-T-U. So it's the software tool that we run. Oh, cool. Check that out. Yeah, yes, thank you. Definitely check it out. It's a really, really cool tool. So thank you, Colin. Uh, and so, no Ken, Ken and Glenn, so what's your, what's your live video tip? Who wants to go for Have you got one tip for both of you? Or have you, uh, what would you say? Maybe, maybe, did Katie tell you there was a tip? Or are you just... We, we, yeah, are, um, we're, we are aware of the tip. Oh, that's we good. Have, you, just, you just look slightly frightened at that point. <laughs> we never know. Like, when you, whenever a question is posed to both of us, we never really know who's supposed to talk first. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, we talk end up talking over if you, send an, if, if you send an email to both of us you'll just never get a reply because <laughs> we'll just uh, we'll be too afraid to be the one to answer I, I i got i got thinking actually about the um you know being on an interview show like this where the first couple few couple times that i was a guest on an interview show i you know called up the person talked to them um, you know just chatting um shooting the breeze but then when the when the show started you know then we get 
really nervous and we're kind of all acting all phony and weird and, and talking in a strange voice. And, and then when the show ended, <laughs> I, we would go back like, oh, hey, yeah, what's up? And we would act all natural again. And, and, and what I realized with thinking about that was uh, a lot of what kind of puts the guests at ease is the host and just the way the host is acting during the show and just like really kind of making it clear that it's going to be a natural sort of, you know, laid back conversation really can kind of just like trying to find ways to put the, make the guest comfortable and feel like they're just kind of, uh, you know, uh, having a conversation with you. And they don't have to do that. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So maybe like leave some of that, uh, small talk for when the show actually starts. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, like a lot of, uh, in a similar situation, I've been chatting to somebody before the show and I was like, wait a minute, like, when I'm the host and, and then I'm like, wait, this should be part of the show. Like, no, no, don't, don't say this right now. Like, like this conversation we should be having as part of the show, not before it. Um, we don't want it to sound rehearsed. Um, yeah. So that, I like that tip, Glenn. Yeah. And, and Ian, and as a host, you know, you know, you, you're, you're really good at that. I feel like you can really kind of people, people feel at ease with you. And, but I, I do feel like it's, it's, it's part of the, it, it, it all has to do with the way the host is sort of conducting the yeah. show um, that, that, makes the makes it flow more smoothly i'm not sure what the tip is there no than, well I, I think that's that's an important observation and tip and i think the only really way to get better is by just doing it and 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 then just just being just being uh, yourself and I, I like that i like that idea of actually just starting with the small talk first so maybe you could do a, like a pre-show slot which is kind of what i do i like with my guests i have a, like three or four minute chat at the beginning and actually this this whole show is kind of that in a way we're, we're just all having a, a bit of a chat. So, um, yeah. um it's, it's going to be super interesting to see the, um, if you get like the graph of showing the, the view, the, the concurrent yeah. viewers throughout the three hours and correlating that to like who was talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's going to be slightly scary. I think the, I think the dip is going to be at the theme songs that I play at the beginning of every half hour, <laughs> but, um, let, let's see. Well, anyway, I have, I have a, a tippy in about, yeah. um, it's real, it's real short here. Um, just for people doing live shows, especially interview shows, but just in general. Um, and, and, and this, this sounds obvious, but, but I, I see people not doing it a lot. So I wanted to put this out there is that, you know, your, your video shot is really important. And a lot of people, I don't think, think enough about just centering themselves in the shot. Um, having a nice head and shoulders, like, like, um, we always learned in video school, um, and keeping themselves in the middle because, when Ian goes back to that five shot, it's cropping the sides off of us. So if I was not centered, I wanted to have like a really artsy looking shot and be on the side and let everyone see my cool studio. <laughs> I, I might be getting cropped out of the scene. And, and, and um, yeah. especially if, if it goes three up and it's just taking this part and you're not in the middle, it's going to look really weird. Yeah, that's and then true. the final thing is just, you want to make sure while you're on the air, just to look happy. And I know this sounds, this sounds awful because you're not supposed to like, tell people to smile but like like if, if someone's scrolling through their facebook feed and and they're just going by going by your stream and and you look and you don't look like you're having a good time they're, they're probably not going to stop yeah that's um, very true and very I, true I, I but this is this is just like i don't, I don't know it, it sounds awful but like everyone needs to look like they're they're like um they're happy and, and we have one of these one of the great people we work with is um named, named john eric mosler and um, when you scroll by his feed, he always just looks like, like, like he's got this 
exciting secret he's keeping. <laughs> you know, and you, and, and you, I'm serious. Like you scroll by and you're like, "Well, oh, that guy's about to say something amazing." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah. he might even be talking, but like, like you just, you just like you, you stop on him because you're like, well, "He looks like he's about to to, to do something cool," yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's excited about. It. <laughs> That's that's so a that, really that's, that's a really good tip. Well, thank you. I've just looked at the time, so we, we've unfortunately we've, we've run out of time for for this half hour. But just before we go, um, so if you want to find out more about Ecam, then obviously you go to so you can go to ecam.live is probably the, the best place. Uh, you can use my link, which is iag.me forward slash ecam. That's with two M's at the end. That's probably the best place to go. What what do you reckon, guys? Is it that's um, to that's find out more? That's a pretty good link. Yeah, that's a pretty good link. I'll do. Yeah, Allison. Yeah, use the Andrew. Oh, Where's the best uh, place? You can find me at com or the Simply Marketing Show is my podcast. So yeah, just come along and 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 listen. Awesome. And Colin, how about you? If you want to learn how to podcast, we've got everything you need over at thepodcasthost.com, including a recommendation and a tutorial on Ecamm, by the way. Uh, and if you want a tool that helps you to make your podcast, then that's what Alatu is for. We designed Alatu to make it really, really easy to make a podcast. It's over at alitu.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, guys. If you wouldn't mind just put, popping those comments, sorry, those links in the comments, that'd be great, just so that people can click on them. Um, that'd be awesome. But thank you so much. Great. Well, um, great. thank you so much. It's time to get on with Bye, the. Ian. Thank you so much. Well, it's time to get on with the next part of the show. Uh, I've got, who have I got next? So we've got the wonderful Steve Dotto, Amanda Webb, Amanda Robinson, and Gage Vandentop are here. So this is very exciting. I can't quite see Amanda Robinson, but I think um, she will hopefully come in very, very soon. So if you've just joined, this uh, broadcast is a special three-hour broadcast. We're into the last hour, and I'm still standing. I've got my packet of peanuts here just to keep my energy going. Um, and yes, it's, it's really exciting. So let me know where in the world you're watching from. Just pop that in the comments. And uh, if you want to find out more about this uh, about this. A podcast, then all you need to do is go to iag.me forward slash podcast. And I also want to say a big thanks to uh, my sponsors of the show. We've got StreamYard, Content 10X, and Restream. Thank you so much for sponsoring the show. I really appreciate that. I wouldn't be here today without the support of you guys. Um, but it is time to play the theme music uh, for this. I'm still not sure that this is a good idea, but we're going to do it. Um, so if you would like to vote for your favorite or the worst one in this just put the episode number in the comments and then i'll introduce my lovely guests
want to go live to Facebook and LinkedIn Live to YouTube, Twitch, Periscope. There we go. Right. Well, that's that's cool. Uh, it's time to bring in the wonderful Gage. How are you doing, Gage? And Steve Dotto. And Amanda Webb. Uh, we haven't got the other Amanda. Amanda Robinson is not yet here. She's having tech problems, which isn't I think that it, her tech, isn't that her thing with you? It never yeah, works. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's that kind of was in the song. The first time there was a power cut, and the second time there was uh, the internet went down. So anyway, there we go. Uh, it's great to have you on. How are you all doing? This is always a, a, a silly question to ask lots of people all at the same time. Because, but anyway, just say yes or no. Are you all doing okay? I'm good. There we go. Oh, Amanda. Amanda is here. I'm here. I'm here. Yay! Finally. Yay! finally, finally. Great. Well, thank you so much, guys, for, for joining me. Uh, so, yeah, just a, a brief, brief recap. So, Steve, Steve Dotto was on episode 34. We were talking about lessons from traditional broadcasting. Amanda, you were talking about this is episode 44, about how to create your live video strategy. Uh, that's Amanda Webb. And then Amanda Robinson, how to create bots for your live video shows. Once we eventually got an actual live show we could do because of all the tech problems we had. And Gage, we talked about StreamYard because you are, of course, one of the co-founders of StreamYard, which we are using today for this show. So it's really cool to have you on, Gage. Um, so I'm going to go over to you, well, Gage. I've been looking to meet him. Good. What's that? Sorry? I've been looking to meet him. Good. Oh, well, there we go. You can, you can, you can meet him. Um, so yeah, let's start off with you, Gage. Our, so, I mean, I, I know at the moment we're living in this mad world with, with the kind of world still in, in lockdown. And a lot, a lot of people, a lot of businesses, uh, we talk about churches as well and houses of worship, you know, suddenly in this situation when they can't do businesses in the same way. And so they, they're having to go live. For the first time, I I'm gonna I'm gonna assume things have been a little bit mad for you you guys at Streamyard. How would you describe the last few months for you? Yeah, that's probably the same word I'd use to uh, to characterize <laughs> it. It went from uh, a very small percentage of the world being live streamers to a very high percentage of the people in the world being interested in live streaming. So yeah, it's been uh, it's been pretty crazy for us. Luckily, there haven't been uh, too many hiccups or anything, but it's definitely been all hands on deck to make sure we can you know. Uh, support all the uh, the new folks that are getting into live stream for the first time. And you guys are awesome for that as well. It's great to have such a great community of people that um, teach people about live streaming and how to go live. Yeah, well, well, well of course, we, we couldn't do it without without the tools. So, and, and I think, yeah, I mean, it's obviously been probably a very positive thing in terms of business, but also quite a, I've been a lot of things that you've had to deal with, you know, more customers, you have to deal with customer service issues all that kind of stuff. I'm sure it's been challenging too. But I'll, I'll come back to you, Gage, and we'll, we'll kind of ask a, a few more questions about StreamYard uh, and then also for your live video tip. I want to move on to, to Steve. Steve, you're looking uh, very dapper there with your new haircut. I'm very jealous. Yeah, you look terrible. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I, 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 feel, I, feel, I feel terrible. And look... I just see what new, everybody's thinking. I know, Sorry. I know. It's okay. And my, like my new mic flag, which I've been kind of like really excited about. That it's, looks it's, good. It's wrong. It's wrong. I'm going to have to like draw, put a wig on it or something. Not even close to the same. You, you, you suddenly, it's like you're auditioning for the Muppets. <laughs> Thank you. You know, Steve, just because you're growing all that gray hair doesn't really give you a license to share your full opinion. It still has to be, you know, put, yeah, put the but, live stream filter on it. 
No, Steve doesn't have a filter, and that's that's why. No, he, that's, he, just, he was. He, I don't know whether you were born this way, Steve, but it's just anyway. It's just the way you are. So yeah. Anyway, you've had a haircut, but uh, how have things been with you? I mean, I think um, you know I was speaking with you relatively recently. I mean, some people. I know that some businesses have been really struggling, uh, but some businesses, you know, more who, who have been in the online space and particularly the video space have been doing really well. And I know that things for you have been going quite well. Um, you know, how, just tell us a little bit more about what you've been up to. Well, the, uh, and it's, it's, it's almost like you feel guilty almost that, you know, things, things are yeah. going smoothly for your business as yeah. when everybody, and so much, there's so much suffering and uh, anxiety and, and, and sort of things in the world. But our, primarily we do our broadcasting on YouTube. We have a, a fairly active YouTube channel. And things have just exploded. Now, to be fair, I mean, a lot of our stuff was how-to and productivity stuff. And we had tutorials on using Zoom and a few other things that really hit in the sweet spot of the algorithm as far as, as pushing content out. But we saw about a 5-6x increase over the first month of COVID of traffic and, and revenue from YouTube. And even though it settled back down, it, it settled back down to about 2 two and a half x traffic and almost every metric in YouTube. So We've been really blessed as far as that goes. We've been lucky. We've kind of skated through it as, as so many people have kind of seen challenges. And as a result, we just, I mean, we've just gone almost maniacal as far as pushing content into the channel. And we're just kind of coming up for air now and realizing that it's been, it's been a sprint for the last couple of months as I'm pretty sure everybody else can probably <laughs> yeah. concur. Yeah, yes. yeah, definitely. I'm sure, well, I, I'm going to ask uh, the, the two Amandas in a minute about this, but I, I think, yeah, it has been... For for many businesses, it's been a it's, it's been a transition, or it's doing more of what we've already been doing, and that feeling of guilt, I think, is an interesting one. I've 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 kind of like felt that a little bit, certainly at the start, because I start to think, well, there's so much I need to be doing. There's so many people struggling out there. There's a limitation. You can't do absolutely everything. And then I was I was kind of self-flagellating myself, thinking, you know, I need to be doing more. But then, of course, you yeah. you know, it's easy to burn yourself out, uh, like I did last week when I forgot to have a day off, which was never a and good we idea. We don't uh, we don't give ourselves the same kind of graces. We is because we aren't uh, doing the travel isn't happening. A lot of things aren't happening. We think we should be getting more done. There's a there's a trigger in our head that's saying, you know, we're not getting as much accomplished as we could because we've got this downtime. Uh, but there are a lot of other factors. I mean, where there's a there's an greatly an in, increased amount of anxiety and stress that is sapping a lot of our energy. So, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you do three or two or three Zoom calls and you do a little bit of content and you're exhausted and you're going, oh, I really did nothing today. But you're nevertheless still exhausted. I think that's kind of one of the one of the peculiarities of this current situation. Mm, definitely. I definitely agree with you. So I'm going to have to uh, address uh, the Amanda's back with her last names too. So Amanda Webb, we'll, we'll go with you first, if that's okay. Um, how we deliberately been... did this, by the way, just to confuse you. I know you, you did. We, I, we, I, we, we were in cahoots over this whole of thing. Of course, of course. <laughs> just to just... You know, and also this is getting into my th my last hours when my brain is probably going to fry. So yeah, how have things been with you, Amanda? Um, yeah, th things been been kind of different. How they've been different for you? Um, I've been working a lot more efficiently. Um, I'm working regular hours, if it be long hours still, but regular hours. Um, and yeah, I'm not having to travel. I used to travel a lot for work, for training. And so I'm spending my entire time in my office, which has its upsides because I'm being really productive. I can have a real good um, routine in my day, but it also has the downside. I am putting on weight 
daily because I even a little that's all I do I did have big plans to go out cycling and all that and even when the gym opens I'm not really confident about going in and touching machines sweaty people have been touching so um that's a big thing I have to deal with and I do like Steve said I have a guilt because I'm really enjoying myself. Like I'm really enjoying, I discovered that I like routine in my life, which is something that the rebel in me is disgusted (laughs) with, but I'm really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying, I've got a new way of working and it's working for me, but I do, again, a lot of the clients I've been working with have been suffering through this. So I I know, you know, it's not like that for everyone. It's, it's easy for us digital marketers because people have wanted us, they've needed us, but a lot of other businesses, you know, it breaks my heart talking to some some of the businesses I've been working with they're all doing really well they're all going to be great when we get out of this thing but for the time being you know they're just hanging in there and trying to stay positive so that's where my guilt comes from yeah I totally empathize with that how about you Amanda Robinson uh, it's been, it's, it feels like it's been running a marathon. I feel like I've been running a marathon even leading up to before our global situation changed, um, uh, personally with my business. And I, and I felt like, uh, that this spring was supposed to be when things leveled out for me, which was absolutely not the case. So I was already exhausted, uh, mentally, emotionally, and my business wise, uh, going into this and then having my entire client base shift. It did a full 180. Um, it, within the course of two weeks, I lost uh, a huge amount of my client base. And then within two weeks after that, it was completely replaced with new faces, new people, but a huge influx of inquiries and referral work. And it, it was just a, it, it was just such a shock to the system that I just kind of pressed through. And I think I'm starting to feel the effects of that now. So the ripple effect over the past few months is finally starting to sink in right now. And now I'm starting to recognize the fact that I need a little more downtime. I need to not be on the computer for uh, 12 to 18 hours a day. I need to take weekends, all those things that, you know, we, we know are good for us, but now I'm starting to really understand and see that, okay, I know we're badly needed in this space right now with digital marketing and teaching and training and educating and helping other businesses. But uh, I'm starting to realize if I don't take care of myself, the burnout means I can't help anybody. So learning that lesson very, very prominently through this experience. Definitely. So I think part of that is, is taking that time off and giving yourself the permission to take that time off. But, but also being more efficient, like uh, the other Amanda said, Amanda Webb was saying about being more efficient. Uh, and part of that is down to using a tool. So it's interesting, Gage, you know, uh, I, I keep on seeing, like, in fact, this is really funny. My, my son, who actually has appeared in, in some of the theme songs for, for the podcast, he, he, he was watching a, like, a, some, like an education, I think it was like a maths um, video. And he said, hey, that guy's using StreamYard. <laughs> you know? And so, yeah, it's interesting. There's, there's actually, um, it's not just becoming a live video tool. It's becoming like a, a video recording tool as well. Um, so yeah, for those who haven't heard of StreamYard, we're using StreamYard to, to live stream this today. But can you tell us a little bit more about uh, StreamYard and, and what the, the pros and cons are? I mean, I talk about this because obviously StreamYard sponsors the, the show. So I talk about this, but it's, I think it's better in your own words. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, StreamYard is a, a live production tool uh, in your browser. And our number one goal is to make live streaming uh, extremely easy to do. So there's there's tons of great tools out there. And I think uh, people who are looking to make a really highly produced complex show are served really well. Um, but we wanted to sort of make something that maybe you barely know what uh, a tab is or a web browser and you have no interest in learning about encoding and bit rates. Uh, we wanted to serve that person and make the easiest experience possible because those people still have uh, great stories to share. And we wanted to give them a, a great way to 
share those stories and still make a nice looking uh, broadcast with some cool features like guesting and, and things like that. So that's, and it allows you to go live to all these different uh, social platforms like YouTube, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, Periscope, uh, Twitch, I think those are all yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's, that's an exciting thing. So yes, I mean, I'm able to go. So I'm actually broadcasting to uh, my Facebook page, my Facebook group, LinkedIn Live, YouTube and Periscope. And yeah, I, I thought Twitch was a bit, a bit too much. But yeah, you can, you can do all of those, which is really cool. And you can do things like green screen. So actually one of my guests um, in, actually my next guest, Tim, Tim Sorn was actually asking, can I do green screen as a guest? And I was thinking, I think you can. And you can. So you so you can make it more complicated, but what the great thing is it works works in the browser. So, I mean, we had the guys from Ecamm Live before. That is a Mac-only tool, but, but the great thing about StreamYard is it works in Macs and PCs because it works in the browser, and, and so it's really easy to use. And it's also great for, for, for shows like this because I can just give, give all my guests one link and then they can come onto the show. Um, so, so that's been really good. Have you seen any kind of like um, slightly strange or kind of out-of-the-box uh, so uh, just different ways of using StreamYard that you didn't think think of when you created the tool. Oh yeah, <laughs> way way too many to list, especially uh, especially now. It's been cool to see how much it's picked up in sort of the Broadway community. Like there's tons of people using it for like really elaborate plays where they um, I don't I don't know the vernacular for for theater and stuff, but it's like it's it's gone off. It's it's picked up in a huge way uh, in that in that space where they're doing these remote. Uh, remote theater productions with yeah. StreamYard, which has been really cool. Uh, fitness has been interesting as well. Um, I've been seeing like groups that used to meet in person to do their fitness classes that now are uh, just coming in remotely, and then having some people watching on uh, like an unlisted YouTube channel to do uh, to do the the fitness class, which that's, didn't expect <laughs> didn't expect that. So that was pretty cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Steve, Steve is uh, definitely in the in the musical and theater business as well. We've done a lot of. Uh, musicals together, which is cool. And just just before I go on to to Steve, uh, just if you're if you're watching live, do uh, if you've got any if got any questions for these guys, just put pop it in the comments, and I'll very happily ask them uh, away. We've got some lovely uh, people watching live, which is great. So over to to you, Steve. Uh, we talked about lessons from the traditional broadcasting world because you did a lot of um, TV stuff. I mean, you were a bit of a uh, how, how would we call it? You know, uh, you're a kind of veteran broadcaster from in Canada. Um, yeah, he's a, I, I, he's I, a local I, Canadian celebrity. Well, that's true. It's very true. Tell us, tell Amanda us more. Grew up watching me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So. No, well, I mean, we, you, we, you are that old. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Amanda. You're welcome. Kinder, gentler, kinder, gentler. That's our mission. Mission. No. <laughs> Can teach me how. <laughs> no, I was a traditional, I was on all the traditional media. It, it's, I, I always find it fascinating because I did television and radio and newspaper. And of course, every one of those industries has been impacted severely. And switching over to the online world for me has been, it's been a joy because all of the things, I mean, there's challenges, don't get me wrong, don't get me started on Facebook, but all of the roadblocks that used to be in place in the broadcast world of dealing with advertising agencies and broadcast executives and the networks and limited bandwidth and, you know, all of the different things that we had available to I mean, there was only like, when I started in television, there was thir 13 channels on the dial. Um, there was, uh, all of those limitations are gone. And the customer, when we create content now, we used to, I used to create content, not for the people that watched my show, but I created content for the executive at the television network 
or the ad executive or the sponsor. But now you create content for the people out there listening. And I got to tell you, our life is a lot easier and, and it feels better. Mm-hmm. feels better to do it, to do it this way. Yeah. That, yeah. That, so that to me, that to me is the biggest blessing. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's, it's a lot simpler, isn't it? You, you know, I mean, you know, if you compare like a tool like StreamYard and how simple it is to use to what you had to use back in the day, I mean, how would you compare the, the two? Ian, when I did my TV show, we had a budget of about $50,000 to do 22 and a half minutes of television. $50,000 to do 22 and a half minutes. And it took about 19 people. By the time the show was actually on air, I think something in the neighborhood of 35 people touched one aspect of the show. And now every person's been replaced by a USB port. And I can, <laughs> I can, produce, I can produce the same quality content. Not necessarily always the same production values, but the same quality content is, 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 is what we used to be able to do. And I can reach, in some cases, a larger audience. I mean, we're not limited that way. Yeah. And with the tool like StreamYard, you know, we, uh, I, I do a live stream every uh, once a week with, uh, with a sponsor that is in video and they do all of the little video bumpers. So I do a, I do a show that has interstitials and bumpers and transitions that are all full music and animated and, and just bouncing in and out. And it's all intents and purposes. It's, it's it pretty much as, as good as we used to do when we did live television. With and I'm sitting here hitting a few buttons. You know, you add yeah. a virtual camera, the ecam guys, and a stream deck into and feed it into StreamYard, and it's ridiculous. <laughs> the it, power. It's too much. We sh- it, it's too oh, much. Right here. It, it, it is. There you go. Yeah, we all got them. But there's just a, it, it's. I think that this you know when I when I did television, we had to do it both ways in the <laughs> snow going uphill, but. We don't, I think that uh, this community, we lose a little bit of touch of what a gift and what a blessing and how much access we have. And I just, we don't, I think it's easy to forget how difficult it used to be to get a message out to be able to deliver the kind of content that we do now. And that it's so accessible is, uh, I just pinch myself almost on a daily basis. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, I, I may as well. I'm just looking at the time. We, we, this this half hour is going really, really quickly. And so, uh, before I go on to the two Amanda's, <laughs> uh, I just want to ask Steve, what's your what would be your live video tip for us? So, the the three main themes on the show are confidence and mindset, or the tech and the gear, or content and marketing. So, what would be your top live video tip for people watching and listening? Intent. Be prepared for what you're going to be delivering. You you're good at that, Ian. You 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 prepare in advance. You have all of your little bumpers. You have your questions. You know what you're going to do. Even if you go off script, you're going off script for a reason. You are, when we go live, we have a responsibility to deliver value because we're taking time. Even if they're not paying us, we're taking the most valuable commodity that our audience has. We're taking their time and their attention. We have to honor that by being prepared and coming with intent to deliver value and content. That's my number one. Love that. Love that. Thank you, Steve. So go back to you, Gage. Uh, we've got we actually got a question which uh, which I'll, I think I can probably answer as well. But uh, just Mary, Mary uh, McHugh says uh, Streamyard for Instagram. Uh, so, so Streamyard does basically allows you to stream to pretty much any network out there except for Instagram, and there is a good reason for that, isn't there, Gage? What would you say about that? Uh, yeah, we certainly like to go to, to Instagram because yeah, uh, I love Instagram. I know most people out there love uh, Instagram, but uh, at least for now, hopefully at some point in the future. Uh, it changes, but Instagram has a, a policy um, where they only really want content coming from 
the Instagram native yeah. app itself. Yeah. They, they sort of want the, the mobile content and they don't want um, the other stuff coming in, at least not at this point. But, yeah, uh, yeah. So, so it's of cold DMs trying to connect with the right person to, uh, to make that happen. So maybe well, at some point we'll go with Instagram. Hopefully, hopefully at some point. I mean, so the only way at the moment is using the official mobile app on your phone. There are technically, there are some tools out there that claim to do it, but I would avoid them because you could get yourself banned from Instagram. So don't do that. So what's your live video tip, Gage? Yeah, I, I would say the one I usually say is uh, just get started. So lots of, lots of people I know get sort of uh, bogged down by all the different options out there and having to get everything exactly right. But uh, as long as you're, you're prepared, like, like Steve was saying, and you know your subject well, don't be afraid to just get started. You don't need to have, you know, everything perfect like your phone just if, 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 if you just have a phone like that's fine right like if the only tool you have is your phone um, but as long as you're knowledgeable about your space and have some interesting content to share don't be afraid to to just get started um people are are very understanding and and uh, and you should just get started great tip great tip really like that uh, i can see a comment from uh, latasha in the comments who's saying do you recommend the live stream deck or the virtual one so you can have get the physical stream deck, which I, I'm not going to hold up. I, Amanda, you've got yours there, haven't you? You hold your, yours up. Yeah. So that's the physical one with attached buttons, and this allows you to change. Oh, no, Steve's got his as well. So you can change, you know, change the scenes and things like that and do, do other stuff. But let's let's come clean, yep. Ian Anderson Gray. Yeah. How many stream decks do you have? I have, <laughs> I, I have two. I have two, yeah. Yeah, what can are I say? The, are they the, the large capacity ones? I've got, oops, I've got the big one here, that one, which I can't, I'm not going to hold it up because I'll probably drop it. Uh, and the small and the medium one, but uh, yeah, I would I would recommend the physical one if you can, because uh, it, it the tactile feel of it it just it's it feels comforting that it feels that you know you've changed the scene or you put the, the sound on. Whereas with the one on the on the phone, the the mobile app, it kind of feels like you haven't pressed the button. I don't know what you guys think, but um, anyway, that's that's my view. So anyway, uh, Amanda, Amanda Webb, sorry, Amanda Webb, tell, <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm getting confused. Oh, Amanda. I knew you meant me. I was joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Amanda Webb, <laughs> tell, tell us what your uh, top live video tip is. I think the thing I've learned about, because I've learned every, every time I go live, the thing I've learned most this year is um, if you want to build an audience, be consistent. So I've been doing a live show every week, but not every week, every Friday for four years. But this year I have really been doing it every week um on a friday and people come back people expect you to be there people turn up people get to know you people have conversations with you and i'm really poor at being consistent people think i'm consistent <laughs> but i've been really poor and this year i've gone all in on this is the one thing i am going to do i'm going to show up every week i'm not going to have a day off cuz i can't be bothered to do the prep i have a whole system in place to make sure i'm there at the right time and by being consistent, I'm getting better and I'm getting to know my audience better and I'm attracting a better audience. So that would be if one thing that I've learned this year has been that, I'd recommend that to everyone too. I'm with you on that one totally. That's been the big thing for me. And finally... Well, you've done it. Happy, happy birthday to the podcast. I know. I don't know how I've managed that, but every single week <laughs> since the last year, it's been great. Um, so, and thank you to the support of you guys, you know, you, you know my friends and uh, you've, you've been really there for me. So finally, Amanda Robinson, what's your top tip, live video tip for us? Hmm. 
My top tip is that no matter how much you do this, no matter how often you're on live camera, you are always going to be nervous to click the button on and go live. That part never goes away. It just comes in varying degrees. So if you're nervous, if you have any anything, any nervous habits, they're going to be there. Just accept them, embrace them, and just build yourself a routine. So I don't know if, if this is a subtle thing that most people probably don't notice, but I always have coffee with me. Always on almost every single live stream. It's almost like a nervous habit, but it, it's what works for me. It's the oddest thing. But just by having a coffee mug or one of my coffee cups here, it's just sort of my little, okay, go to. It's kind of like a little mind reset. It's like, okay, as soon as I get nervous about anything, I just grab my coffee. I'm good. Reset. So we all have nervous habits. Lean into them. Embrace them. And uh, don't be, I can't really say don't be afraid to hit the go live button. You always are going to have that nervous energy. Just embrace it. Roll with it. We all have it. Yeah, really good, really good tip. And I think that that turning that fear into excitement. I think I I was feeling really quite nervous and tired earlier on in the day because I knew I had this live show later, and it wasn't that I was not wanting to do it. I was just my body was kind of like getting ready for it. So you you've got to kind of like listen to your body, listen to your mind, and and then put put you know do all the the things that you need to do, such as uh, all on the checklist, your mindset things, and your warming up your voice and making sure the tech is working as well. Um, or like or like restarting yeah. your computer before going yeah. live which is what i didn't do today and sure enough when <laughs> i was supposed to be on i'm like oh full restart because nothing's working yeah <laughs> exactly 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 uh latasha says uh is asking you know do you use this so i think this is the stream deck with ecamm or other software so gage i don't know whether at some point you're you're going to be working with the the stream deck is, is is that something you've looked into yeah it's a very popular uh a popular yeah. request um, so yeah, it's, at some point we'll definitely add hotkeys, which will allow it, allow people to be able to directly use the, uh, the stream deck in StreamYard. But I know there's a lot of people that, like you were mentioning, use the virtual cam option with uh, additional software, like something like, um, like, uh, Ecamm. Yeah. So I appreciated, you, uh, Ken's tip. I was like off to the side. I was like, oh yeah, I should be in the uh, yeah. center of the camera before I got in. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, if, uh, some people are using it in it with additional software, but at some point we'll probably make yeah. it where. And I, and I suppose the thing is with, with StreamYard, you, you, you wanted to keep it a, like a really simple tool. So you don't want to add so much extra stuff that it becomes complicated. So, so that's a, a really important thing. So how, how can people find out more about you guys? So I, I think with StreamYard, there's StreamYard.com. If you want to use my link, it's, it's iag.me forward slash StreamYard. That's an affiliate link. Uh, is that probably the, be the best place to go to? Is there any, I mean, you've got, got a great community on Facebook, Gage, haven't you? The StreamYard community. Yeah, the, the Facebook group's awesome. We just hit 10,000 members, which is pretty cool. So yeah, if you're if you're interested in learning more about StreamYard, that's a that's a great resource to just engage with people and see how other people are using the the product. But if you're ready to just, you know, try live streaming and, and ready to just get going, StreamYard.com is also uh, a good place to start. Definitely. That's great. And Steve, I mean, obviously you've got a dototech.com. You've got your awesome... I just want to share my IKEA affiliate code with Gabe so he can get some furniture in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. What are we going to do with you? Dottotech. Just look up Dottotech. Dottotech. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And uh, Amanda Webb. Uh, spiderworking.com. Like the scary creature doing a job, spiderworking.com. And I'm at spiderworking everywhere. So that's me. If there's anyone else, they're an imposter. <laughs> awesome. Exactly. There are some imposters out there. And Amanda Robinson, how can people find about you? You're the digital gal, aren't you? So where, where's the best place? <laughs> Exactly. Facebook is honestly the best place to find me. I teach Facebook advertising. I have an upcoming Facebook ads bootcamp coming up. Uh, so Facebook is my jam. So Facebook is where you can find me. Uh, Facebook.com slash the digital gal. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, guys. It's been great to have you on the show. 
Congratulations, uh, I, Ian. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Gage. Thank you, both Amandas. It's been so great to have you on the show. And thank you so much for your support. So, uh, yeah, we're a little bit, a little bit over time. Um, sorry, uh, guys, uh, who are waiting patiently. I can see, I can see Jeff, Tim, Janet, and making in in the uh, what do we call this? The waiting room, I suppose we'll call it. But um, yeah, it's exciting. We've got making on uh, Jeff C, Tim Sorn, and Janet Murray. Um, but it has come to that time when we're going to be. I'm going to play the the theme songs. I don't think I've got theme songs for everybody, Jeff. Uh, I don't think we had a theme song, but I've got a little bit something for that. And making, I was playing around with theme songs at that time, but it's a little bit different. But if you just joined us, welcome that we're into the last half hour of this show. Um, this is the Confident Line Marketing Show. This is to celebrate the first anniversary of this show. And I really appreciate you tuning in. If you want to find out more about the podcast and subscribe, just go to iag.me forward slash podcast. And I also want to thank my sponsors, uh, which are Restream, Content 10X, and StreamYard. Thank you so much for sponsoring the show. So if you're watching this live, do let me know where in the world you're from. Uh, just pop that in the comments. And if you've got any questions for my guests, you can do that. Or if you're watching the replay, just put hashtag replay in the comments. But it's time to put uh, the, the next theme. Oh my goodness. Am, am I really going to do this? I am. This is the last theme song. So as ever, uh, vote for your favorite or your worst in the comments. Just put the episode number, which is on the screen for all of these. Episode 23, The Revenge of FOMO. Fear of missing out. For those of us who haven't followed her in podcast, Making is coming on to talk about the wonders of FOMO. Promote my live stream, live the live dream, promote my live stream with Tim and Jim, promote my live stream, live the live dream, promote my live stream with Tim and Jim. To promote my live stream videos, I want to boost my audience figures. I want to improve my engagement, but I really don't know how. Hi, Jeff. Before I get you on the show, I can really do with some help. Oh, I know. I know you, you you don't feel very manly right now, uh, Ian, but uh, oh, when you get home, we'll, we'll, we'll do something manly outside, like, you know, have a spot of tea or something like that. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. I need to plan my content. I have a lot of live streams. Oh, who, oh, who can help me? Oh, who, oh, who can help me? Oh, where is Janet Marie? Oh, where is Janet Marie? I need to plan my content. I have a lot of live streams. Oh, who, oh, who can help me? Oh, where is Janet Marie? 
Oh, where, oh, where, oh, don't despair. Oh, where is Janet Ma? Uh, I don't know if you agree with me, but uh, there's not been much hip-hop or rap music on this Confident Live Marketing podcast. What do you think? Oh, no, there hasn't. And in fact, Janet Murray's on this show today, and her favourite is hip-hop and rap. So I think we need to have some. What do you think? Oh, yes, definitely. Janet Murray, I'm really in a hurry. I want to grow my audience, I think I'm in a flurry. I want to move online, business plans online. I'm really never going to give up or resign. Janet Murray, I'm never gonna worry. I wanna build my outfit, it's never end up in a slurry. I'm moving on my business activities online. I'm ready to stand up straight and shine. My goodness, right, there we go. Uh, just before I bring them in, uh, just Amanda Webb is saying, <laughs> thank you for watching, Mary. Uh, Joshua said, Jeff's was the best theme. Uh, Latasha says, 47. So that was Tim and Jim, that was how to promote your live stream shows. Uh, and Rebecca says, Jeff C is C's interest was definitely the best. Oh well, there we go. Anyway, it's time to bring in Jeff. Hi, Jeff. How are you doing? Howdy. <laughs> Looking yeah, surprised. How are you? Oh, Tim. I forgot I did that intro. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Making and Janet. Hi. How are you all doing? <laughs> Great. How are you, Ian? I'm doing well. Yes. Um, oh, Adrian Salisbury says, "My goodness, indeed." And Rebecca says, "Oh, nice rap for Janet Murray's though." Uh, and Adrian says, um, Janet Murray. So there we go. Anyway, enough about that. Yeah, you're all doing okay. Thank you for, for joining Janet and making this is very late for you. I'm very tired. I'm an early writer. So I, I know. Well, quiet. thank you. Thank you so much. for. <laughs> I really appreciate that. But for you, um, you Americans, this is early in the morning for you, isn't it? No, it's five o'clock. <laughs> it's 540 at night. I know. I'm only joking. Yeah. I'm only all right. It's, I thought maybe you didn't understand geography, but that's okay. <laughs> no, it's just my British humor. So, um, so yeah, this is the last half hour. Um, May King, when she was on this episode 23, this was on how to use live video to create FOMO, the fear of missing out. Uh, Jeff, when he was on, he was, you were my first guest, Jeff. This was very exciting. Um, so this was your top live video tips. I don't know if you remember any of those. Um, Tim, so you were on with, um, with Jim who unfortunately can't be yeah. with us, um, but it was all about promoting your live videos. And then Janet, you were on to, in fact, technically you were on three times on my podcast. Uh, so live video strategy, how to plan your live videos, and then how to move your business online with confidence. So, wow. So I, I'm going to start off with, with May King. How are things been with, with you over the past few months? Well, we haven't spoken. I mean, and, and you know, obviously a lot of what you do is, is working with conference organizers on creating FOMO. Have you, I mean, have you found um, that with, with people moving over to, to online conferences and, and on, on, online videos, that there's, there's been a real shift? And how do you think, how's it been with the whole FOMO creation when it comes to doing things online? Yeah, so uh, I was actually listening to some of the uh, previous speakers uh, where the uh, guilt term seemed to play a big part and uh, things have actually been um, busy for me as well as, uh, like you say, a lot of um, conferences have actually turned from in-person to virtual. Um, so um, there is still a huge demand, a huge demand for creating FOMO. Um, and uh, I did my first um, gig in March, soon, soon after uh, lockdown, actually uh, it was a series of webinars um and uh, and i was actually kicking myself thinking why am not why am i not able to do my usual 1300 tweets in you know in a day for the conference um and i could only manage 728 um and of course the technology is different 
you know, um, I'm right in front of a computer. I can't, you know, click on my phone. Um, and, uh, and of course, I'm not, um, you know, I'm energized um, by people in the room at an uh, in-person conference, but at a virtual, I had to create my own energy, I had to create my own FOMO. And I'm not, you know, I had to concentrate um, with what the speakers are saying. But if there's nothing else going on, then, you know, it's just it's just about creating fun about what the speakers are, are saying. So it's a completely different experience. The impact is still the same. I can still you know raise awareness about the event and still help them to sell tickets um, at the next conference. Um, but yeah, things have been really uh, really busy, uh, and it's great to see the shift from in person to virtual. And there's lots of different uh, conferences that I've seen out there, which have been incredible. Yeah, I think you made a really interesting point about energy. That I mean, I've struggled with this. When I'm at a, speaking at a conference in front of physical people, and I don't know whether the rest of you feel this, but you know, you, you get the energy from the room. But at the moment, we're all sitting in our offices or at home in front of a camera, which is, I think, this kind of a bit of an energy sucking device. I don't know what, what you think about this, Janet. I mean, you have, you were saying you're feeling kind of tired. I mean, it's, you're an early riser. It's late at night. You know, if you, I don't know if you've got any top tips on how to be awake, but I mean, um, yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you, you came on the show to talk about, um, well, t- two things, but live video strategy, how to plan your live videos, but also how to move your business online. How have things been for you in this transition? Um, and, uh, you know, what, what, would you, what would you say to people who are still kind of grappling with all of this? Well, things for me have been absolutely mad because mm. everybody wants to get online, of course. So, um, so I think if people thought it might be a good idea to build an online audience before what's happened over the last few months now they really know it's a a good idea so i've actually been teaching a lot of my programs live um so my build your online audience program we've also had an instagram course so that's why i'm so tired (laughs) because i'm I'm teaching everything live which is absolutely brilliant um but i also think if you're doing everything online and you're not doing live events then any opportunity you can create to do something live is better but i i spoke at an event today so i spoke at um uh, Robin Kennedy's uh, inbox event today, this morning and it is different I mean it is a sort of different experience I spoke at Atomicon as well um, it is quite different like making was saying it, 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 it's different you know because you do get your energy from the room so it's just it's just you know it's just approaching things in a, in a, in a different way um, and I think we're all having to to get used to a lot of change very very quickly um, and we're just we're just doing the best we can, I think, um, all of us. Yeah, there, there, there is this theme on this show of guilt. We're all feeling guilty. I mean, well, maybe not you, Janet, but I think, you know, I, I, I think, you know, there's this, you know, we, there's only, but there's only so much we can do to help people. Um, but one of the things that you were talking about on the show is, is you know, creating, creating courses. I mean, you do need to have an audience, but if you do have an established audience, Make sure you are creating that stuff or, or repurposing that that content. And but live video is a great way to do that, I think. So uh, moving on to, to you, Tim. Um, so how have things been for you? I mean, and, um, we haven't spoken f- since well, when was it? Episode forty-seven. So that was ten episodes, ten or yeah. eleven episodes ago. Um, how things been for you? And have you, uh, you know, has your business um, progressed or changed? Yeah, so so all of this has been uh, really interesting for me. Uh, before I primarily worked with local businesses, uh, restaurants, brick and mortar stores, and events, all of which have been affected a lot by what's been going on. Uh, And what I I had planned to create and launch a a two-month live streaming program to uh, empower people to launch their own consistent live shows. And I was going to do it for a certain amount of money. And then this thing happened and I was like, 
how can I charge that amount of money? So I ended up still doing it, uh, but I didn't charge much money at all. But I got 25 people in the program from all around the world, from South Africa to India to Canada to around the United States. Um, so it's been an amazing time. I just started the second round of that. And I've also been doing some uh, live remote producing for Brian Shulman, a Voice Your Vibe. I'm going to be starting to work with a health department in California to help them get out COVID updates using live streaming. And I also worked with, um, helped live produce uh, the largest teacher conference in the world online. They had 100,000 registered attendees for this event. Uh, so so it's been an amazing <laughs> a few months. Uh, yeah, just amazing. That's, that's, that's amazing. Wow, 100,000. So uh, moving on to you, Jeff. So how, first of all, how does it feel to, to have the best intro is the first question. Uh, but how things been for you, how things been for you? Apart from your, your, your beard growing even more and your hair. Uh, you, you've, got, you've got COVID hair too, like me, I think. I do. I have serious COVID hair. It's all slicked back, so I don't look like <laughs> Albert Einstein. But, but uh, it's been great. So it's kind of like um, what Janet was saying, which... Um, uh, you know, it was it's so funny. I was looking at my pictures and I, when I shared this out, I even uh, it was back when we were in London, which was last year this month. So uh, at Janet's event. But uh, same thing. It's everybody has been since I do so much live video for all the different different spaces that a lot of people have reached out. Um, you know, how do I get on live video? How do I do it? A lot of churches, a lot of, you know, nonprofits have reached out to me. And so it's been it's been a um, it's been a good thing, like Tim was saying. Um, it's great to be able to help people. It's just, you know, how do you scale that? And so that's kind of been the thing with me is, you know, a lot of requests to be on shows, to help people. And, but it's been great. I cannot complain. I'm, I am very, very blessed. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's kind of a common theme, I think. Uh, but it, it is that scaling, the scaling and being smart. So uh, yeah, uh, I'm sure we, we're going to get some tips from that about that uh, very shortly. But yeah, so let's start with you, Jeff, since we're, we've been talking, you know, what would be, your your top live video tips for for people. I mean, your the show you were on was all about live video tips. But what would be if you could pick one for people at the moment? What would it be? So one of the things I see since I've helped a lot of new people come on um, is, and I'm going to talk about like if you have you're, you're interviewing a guest like you're doing here, and you do a great job with this, Ian. But I see a lot of people start doing live video, and they'll ask a quest a question of their guest, and it's really you you can just see it in their eyes. They're waiting for it to come back to them so they can say, you know, I do that too. And by the way, blah, 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 all about me, me, me. And so my thing is when you invite a guest on your show, your job is to provide value for the audience and then also make your guests look like the expert. Yeah. And that just rubs off on you. But I see a lot of people when they start, they want to go right to back to me. And it's, it's really blatantly obvious when that happens. And you're like, ooh, icky. Um, so... One of my things is like, just ask a question. It's, it's part of like, even if you go to a, a networking event, you don't want to go there and talk about yourself or even, even, you know, those people at those events who go, Hey, how are you doing? And, and they're just waiting. You see it in their eyes before they can come in. Okay. Let me tell you what I'm doing. Kind of a thing. And so <laughs> yeah. we all know that the biggest tips I think is uh, that what I would not do. Yeah. And I think one of the tips that you gave before is, is interacting with the audience and, and calling them out by mm -hmm. name and, and making them feel special. So it's, it's making your, your guests feel special and it's also making your, your, your audience feel special. You know, it's not actually about you. It's about them at the end of the day, uh, yeah, which I know so can like come as Rebecca, a shock. Like Rebecca just said, great observation, Jeff. See, see what yeah. I did there? Yes, Rebecca, you're awesome. And I, she's always in the audience and I love her. She's great. Yeah, thank you so much, Rebecca. You've been doing an awesome 
Um, awesome comments coming in. So thank you, Jeff, for doing my job for me. Uh, <laughs> um, no, that's great. Uh, so, Tim, um, what would uh, your live video tip be? If you had to pick one, it's always a difficult one. What would it be? Yeah, so my tip would be after your show is over, uh, direct message all of the people that have commented during your show. Like, Show your thanks, and then those people are going to return. They'll remember you that way. That's a good tip. Love that one. My goodness, I'm going to have to make this all into a book. Um, write all this down. And then, of course, like, just say it's all, it was all me. It was all me. I, I won't uh, credit you guys. Um, and I'm joking. Right, May King, how about you? Um, I, I guess uh, for, um, especially at virtual uh, events, which is what's happening uh, right now, like uh, Tim said, it's about addressing the people. So when I went to, um, when I was doing, um, I was actually going live for a virtual conference for, for Atomicon and I went in every day uh, and I showed up every day and uh, just bringing people into the, com you know, uh, when they're adding comments. And I noticed that Rebecca said making was fab at the uh, Atomicon virtual event. Uh, thanks, Rebecca. Um, and just, uh, you know, bringing people in and making them feel part of the community. Because even though I'm the MC, like Jess said, you know, no one wants to hear about me. It's all about them. It's all about the participants. It's all about the attendees. So when I'm going around with my microphone at in-person and virtual events, I'm asking questions about them and how they feel and what they got out of the conference, who was the best speakers and that kind of stuff. It is all about the uh, attendees. And so... Um, if you're running a live event, like Jess said, it's not about you. It is about the other person. Truly listen and don't, you know, don't um, wait impatiently to interject with your words of wisdom. It is about them. So it's so true. And it's not that, you know, most of us aren't narcissists. I mean, there are narcissists in the world, but it's, you know, we have to, we have to get over ourselves, don't we? Um, because quite often... We, we can get so self-obsessed about maybe our COVID hair, you know, like Jeff and I, or it could be about the tech or it could be, you know, you don't like the way you look or the way you sound. And, and it ends up becoming very internal. And the people that miss out are your audience. You know, I, I, I keep on talking about this, but I didn't go live for a whole month because I was worried about my background and my tech. And my audience were just like waiting there. Uh, well, they were, probably weren't waiting there. They were looking, you know, trying to find the information elsewhere. Um, so, don't make it about you. Make it about your audience. That's yeah. such such a good good tip. Um, Janet, what would your live video tip be? I think that sort of building on that would be about um, about avoiding perfectionism. Um, so I used to do a lot of radio and TV training, so getting people ready to do radio and TV interviews. And when you see live radio or TV, you see like TV news reporters or whatever. They're not always perfect, mm -hmm. are they? Like mm -hmm. something might happen in front of them and they react to it. Or you know, if they make a mistake, they just correct themselves and carry on going. And I think we have this tendency to think that we have to be perfect. But actually, when we make a mistake or when something happens that's unexpected or we stumble over our words, I think that makes us more human and people can connect yeah, with us. Yeah. And I think on live video, we've got a real opportunity to, uh, to bring people closer to us just by being asked, not expecting to be perfect. Like if we make a mistake, we mess up, just kind of laughing about it and, and going on. And I think, you know, just being brave enough to just get on camera, it helps with your communication just generally, um, just being brave enough just to get on there and do it. Um, you get better at speaking, you get better at communicating in general. So, you know, don't be a perfectionist. Just, you know, people don't want you to be perfect. They, they just want to be able to connect with you. 
That's so, so true. I actually remember, um, Janet, when uh, I was interviewed on your podcast, um, someone in your household uh, popped a loo and flushed a loo. <laughs> Do you remember? Oh, yes. And that, and that ended up as one of the bloopers. And, and that's exactly right. You know, it is about being human, you know, and uh, and people love that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Um, and didn't, your I, mom, didn't your mum cough on that interview as well? Wasn't she your mum in the background <laughs> She said it was a really loud cough, and you thought it was a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I called your mum a dog just to like add insult to injury. I said, "Oh, is that your dog?" And it was your mum. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Oh, but, I mean, going funny. back to uh, going back to life, though, um, as as we've all said together, you know, it's not about um, it, it's about the attendees and people who are worried about going live. We need to remember why we're in business. We're in business to make a difference. We're in business to make an impact. And if you remember why you went into business in the first place, it makes it less about you. And hopefully, you know, then your ego is kind of put aside. So then I don't need to worry about my double chin. Don't need to worry about my gray hair or the lipstick in my teeth or, you know, I don't look 18 anymore because it's the impact that I'm going to make for my clients when I'm creating FOMO. And that suddenly makes it less about me and more about the, um, you know, the, my why. And so hopefully people who are worried about going live, um, just remember why you went into business in the first place. Really good tip. Yeah, we need to we need to think about that. We need to have we need to do that kind of groundwork. We had Kelly Barder on the show kind of fairly early on, and she was talking about doing that groundwork with she calls it, you know, she's come up with her power of one framework. And I think asking those questions, you know, well, like, who am I? What am I wanting to do? Those big high-level questions. And and Adam King earlier was talking about, you know. Don't try and do everything yourself. Get some help. Sometimes actually working with a coach or working with somebody to kind of work those questions out is going to be really, really important. Um, thank you so much. Yeah, so if, yeah, just um, so Carrie Race is, is here. So thank you, Carrie. It's always good to see you. You always uh, leave some amazing comments. You're all great at interviews. Thank you so much. And Rebecca says, um, can I put in a comment about going live, have something that is recognizable, like Janet always has her black and white stripes. Jeff has his cool background, mm-hmm. et cetera. And I think that's really good. You know, so thinking about the branding, Janet, what's your, you know, I mean, I know you've, you've thought uh, a lot about this, you know, with your, your branding and you've thought really purposefully about this. And I'll ask Jeff, are you, are you about this? You know, what's your view about this, Janet? Do you want me to go first? So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I actually wallpapered this. This was the background at one of my live events last year. I think it was the one that Jeff was at last year, I think, um, yeah. uh, which was, I yeah, I think it was when you were last year, and I actually took. We, we made a backdrop with wallpaper, and it looked so good in the photos that I actually got my designer's husband to come and paper my wall. <laughs> but interestingly, I've had some people on LinkedIn that say, "Oh no, that's really distracting that background." Um, but I mean, I disagree. Like people remember it all the time. People comment it on the time, and I think it's a really good point that Rebecca made. If having a consistent background, you always show up. You know, um, people comment on this background all the time. I think I think it can really, really help um to people you know to kind of recognize that your lives and kind of you know, they're not going to know it's you anyway but you know what i mean it's it's kind of like part of your branding i don't know what you think jeff would would you agree because i always when i think about you i always think about you with your signs yeah. in the back and everything i don't and- know about branding at all at all There's no- <laughs> <laughs> um, but um yeah so uh, yeah so i i wanted something easy and so if like just like when i was at janet's event and social media marketing whatever i always wear these these retro bowling shirts and one, cause I can't dress myself. I have to look at what the mannequins wearing 
and uh, just buy what they have. And so it's really easy. So I don't have to think about stuff, but it's, it's branding. It's, I love making big key laugh. I, I heard it in my session. I, I get, I've missed that laugh making. Thank you so much. Um, but yeah, I think it's important. Now you don't have to go crazy. I had like, if I could fold this back right now, and this is just like barn door stuff that I got from Home Depot. And I have signs that I got from Hobby Lobby that I slapped up behind this was, um, it's just, I'm in like a little portable building. And um, I, I went, like Ian has said, and Janet and everybody else and Tim was like, just go live. And um, I, if you go back to my earliest YouTube videos, you don't, this wasn't here and it looks, looks bad. And, but you just, you just continue to add the tech and the backgrounds and stuff, but just go and do it. But I think being consistent with your branding, once you figure that out, continue to do it. It just, I think it does reap benefits. Like I go to a uh, conference and people come up to me and go, Hey, I see you on blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and they, you can't hide. If I shave, I'll have to, I could go incognito, but not till then. <laughs> <laughs> How long is it going to take to grow the back? That's the question. That's true. Yeah. I don't yeah. Even want to think yeah, don't, don't, don't think about that. Well, yeah, I think with, with the whole branding thing, you know, like Janet, if some people don't like your background, if, if they really, really hate the backgrounds, then they're probably not going to be your your best client anyway are, are they so they can go if go, go offended go. by yeah black exactly. and white wallpaper exactly yeah, probably not going to be a good fit yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> well i think i think we're, we're coming to a close so just as we finish um i just what, what where's the best place that people can find you at so so jeff for you i mean the, you've obviously your website jeffseed.com but where, where else would you direct people to to find out more about so what I, you're doing i don't know if i can do this but i'm going to do it anyway um so <laughs> I started doing Ooh, a thing where I want Ooh, people to thanks. actually um, text me. I want to, I'm trying to get away from the algorithm. So uh, this, you, if you go to this number, if you text something to me, uh, it will give you an automatic me uh, message and you have to fill out some something, but then it's me from then on. Like before this show, I sent out a text saying, Hey, come watch me on here. And I, I know everybody who signed up gets it. It's kind of like email, but a little cooler. So I'd love for people to test that out and try it because it's kind of fun. That sounds and great. I'll, I'll tell you all about it, Ian. So, Does it work for international? Is my I, that's what I want to test it. So I would love to see. I think <laughs> um, it does. So yeah, test it out. Let me know. Yeah, okay. you'll you probably have to get like different numbers for different countries or something. But uh, we'll see. We'll I just, see. But it's it's yeah. really cool so far. Mm. So anyway. yeah, I like it. Like well, so if you're listening to the podcast, it is nine zero three two eight seven nine zero eight eight. So there you go. Uh, Tim. Thank you. So yeah, Tim. How about you? Where's the best place to people to find out more about you? Yeah, so the best place for me is on LinkedIn. So just search for Tim Sohn, S-O-H-N. And uh, yeah, that's the best place to reach me. That's cool. Fab, thank you. And Making, how about you? Thank you. Uh, I'm on all the socials as Making Tea. Um, but I also have a, a YouTube channel. If you search for FOMO Creator, um, hopefully you'll find uh, lots of stuff there. But um, Contact me on Twitter, Instagram, um, LinkedIn as Making Sang, but all the socials as Making Tea. Love that. Great. And Janet, finally, you, janetmurray.co.uk is your website, isn't it? Uh, is that the best place? And you're, yeah. you're pretty good on Instagram, I hear. Yeah, so Instagram, yeah, <laughs> janmurrayuk. So uh, that's probably the best socials to, to uh, connect with me on is Instagram. That's fab. Well, yeah, Jan Janet, Janet is uh, absolutely amazing at Instagram. and. Uh, in fact, well, put, I think uh, I, I think um, all of you are on Instagram. Are you? Are you all on Instagram? Well, I know J J Jeff. You, you're a pretty uh, you're pretty um, hot on Instagram too, and Pinterest, of course. 
So um, anyway, I think I think it's time. I think it's time. I think I, my bed is calling me now. It's 11 p.m. Uh, thank you so much, guys, uh, for for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. I will let you all go, but uh, thank you so much for being on this on the the first anniversary show. Fab. Congratulations, yeah, Ian. Here's to many more. Thank you so much. Awesome. Right. Well, we'll leave it there. I uh, thank you so much for for watching. Thank you so much for. Um, all the comments and all, all the all the live viewers on the show. It's been um, really, really amazing. I really appreciate all your support. And um, I think we'll leave it there. So uh, I'm just looking for the button. There's the button. It's always good to find the button on the stream deck for what you want to do next. But until next time, I encourage you to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of Confident Live Video. See you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Be sure to join the community at iag.me where you can continue to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of live video. And until next time, toodaloo.